0: One of the things about my job and probably Tim, Tim, it's how polar bears here with us, everyone. Hi, uh <laughs> No grand
1: <laughs> gesture today. Just He's <laughs> back. He's here. Uh, you guys know him. Fucking whatever.
0: <laughs> is, is your restaurant career is like all back of house, right?
1: Yeah, I, I've. Roughly eight years going on nine of professional search sure. work.
0: So one of the things about being a server, I don't know if anybody's like gotten at you with this, but one of the things about being a server is that like <laughs> people coming into your section and who you've served for a while, you know, year, two years, whatever. They like legitimately think that I know more things about them than what I do. So like sometimes they'll come in and they'll be like, yeah, my dog recently passed away. He's been sick for a while, you know. And I feel like I should know, but I don't. (laughs) And I'm sure they've told me before. It's just that like it's hard to keep track of everybody. So like one of my favorite things that happens is (laughs) whenever somebody comes in and they're part of like a. 15 person group and they want to seem impressive to all of their friends that are there with them. They turn to me and they say, I'll just take my usual. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think I need to explain to you guys how I don't no. know what their
2: usual is. <laughs> no. No. That's like the one guy at the bar that you see every day who's a drunk that you know their usual, you know, like, yeah, yeah. that's an every day they come in at 1130. They get fish and chips and they get a beer and you're like, here you go. But yeah. like 15 people. <laughs> yeah, right, I know yeah, all of yours. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll and be it's right back. Like, Give me
2: 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you this, guys, it's always old women. And so, like, you have to deal with, like, these old women that, like, one of their usuals a pulled pork, the other one's a of- rib, the other one's a fucking salad. And they all look the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they all look like the exact same woman
1: <laughs> over and over again. Just remember, kids, it doesn't matter what color you are, you don't look the same until you're old. When you're old, you all look the same. Babies regardless and of old color. people. Babies yeah. and old people. Yeah. I saw I saw a black baby and a white baby the other day, and I confused them. It was very <laughs> awkward when I went to go give them back to their mothers because the black one was like. Oof. The white one's not mine. I said, "Oh, <laughs> this was the white one. My bad." <laughs> that's easy like, mistake. Telling you, man. Easy mistake.
2: Easy he, mistake. Yeah, I was like, sorry. It, was, it was a baby. Right. I, <laughs> I mean, you can't assume nowadays. So it was a good bet that you went the other way. Not that, yeah
1: the transracial <laughs> baby yeah. debate that's the real hot
0: <laughs> all i'm right saying now. is real good job at not mentioning the baby sex yeah. <laughs> way to way to not gender that infant yeah i,
1: I mean i should have known which one was the white baby because the mom said that's my baby <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize there was four of them stuffed into one my bad
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> like get a trench coat Just like a really big baby trench coat
3: <laughs>
1: oh my god this listen should, it reminds me of a post hold on it's just like forever ago back in the heyday when like 4chan was like you know cool to be on right sure somebody somebody posted this picture and it was it was like kids in a trench coat somebody was just like this is a rare case of whatever the name of the disease was which you know causes you to be really like tall gaunt and lanky and this is just a really bad case of that. And somebody responded with, seems like a really bad case of three kids in a trench coat.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? Something about one of these movies we're talking about today, you could kind of do it with two kids in a trench coat. One of these could, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Create some sort of mega person. (laughs) If you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't know you should know. This is the Forest Film Club. We are doing our very first film harvest uh, of this new venture, something that we did before uh, under Pop Culture Forest, but we're bringing it over uh, just sparsely throughout the year because, I mean, sometimes finding the time to watch one movie through the week is is crazy finding time for two uh is is, can sometimes seem like an impossibility whenever there's so much else going on in everyone's life Uh, but we're here and we're happy to have done it over there is the vanilla bear patrick these are your two picks but yeah
2: they were oh man why i have to
1: hate you for right now
2: (laughs) hey man let's all calm down okay one (laughs) picking and screaming i remember being a lot funnier than it is nowadays you thought okay? that was funny back in the day yeah, yeah sure i could see i could see <laughs> okay. i could see how this was the 2000... heyday of will ferrell
0: like yeah, you no, that's, know see how like 13 14 year old patrick found it yeah. hysterical I like no, see
1: no to be fair i was the one who did say mother goose is rock and rhyme so you did. I I have yeah. no right to judge, I apologize <laughs> right. for that. I <laughs> yeah. I jumped the gun. Yeah. On we're that. not
0: nobody's flawless in there, <laughs> and we're not of, judging unless we're yeah, texting
2: absolutely. each other off screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, and the other one, um, Bennett like Beckham. I just remember really enjoying the story it tries to tell. Sure, and I also thought Kira Knightley was super hot when I was a teenager. So. You know, that's a creepy it. factor now, but whatever. I mean,
3: no,
0: because she's still hot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. We, we're all allowed to admit when we had crushes when we were kids, yeah. right? Oh, my like, God, man. Right. When
1: we of the can do Caribbean that without anybody thinking
0: it's creepy, right?
1: My first Dude, Pirates celebrity of the crush. the Caribbean broke me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. First celebrity crush for me, Whoopi Goldberg, 100%. Great
0: sure and you've heard him already this is the polar bear Tammons back at it with us so happy to have you here man
1: god I am so happy to be here you have no idea
0: (laughs) yeah when, when we started uh uh talking about what we wanted to do uh with with this version of of film harvest you were the first name that was on both of our minds for it so we're really happy to have you nice thank yeah. you yeah and over here is our chocolate bear mundo uh, who basically had to be strapped down and eyes stapled open like a clockwork orange <laughs> finished. Oh my god oh, pretty much both of these movies um Oof. you could say that i was kicking and screaming <laughs>
1: oh pat just you wait he's being generous he's being uh, kind sure. and nice
2: <laughs> we yeah I, uh, we made sure not to share any of these thoughts so
3: <laughs>
2: yeah um, god i patrick you're the one
0: that brought these to our tables Uh, These are two movies released really closely together within a two-year span. Uh, Both these movies would be out about about like 26 months, 28 months. Both these movies would be out in the United States. One of them would do better than the other financially in many ways. Uh, Which one do you want to start out talking about?
2: Let's start off with kicking and screaming because I think there's more nuance to talk about with the other one. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Oh, good. I
1: I should have waited for that sentence to finish. I thought you were about to say there was nuance in this one.
2: No, 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 (laughs) there's no nuance. (laughs) All right. But I I maintain I had a fun time. (laughs) I'm glad one of us did. Yeah. 30% is
0: pretty good in baseball, I think. (laughs)
2: It is. Yeah. That gets you like $400 million. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let me,
1: (laughs) let me throw this out there. You know how like people will watch a movie and then they'll say, you know, the entire time in that movie, I thought fill in the blank. And like, you know, they, they mean that like, it's a reoccurring thought and it's not like 24. I literally could not stop thinking about how insufferable everybody was in this
0: Every single person that can constantly.
1: Begins. What what, Ferrell? The les- <laughs> what? No. Okay. L- let me put it this way. By comparison, <laughs> like right? So I, Rent. Rent, the characters are insufferable, but I'm not sitting there watching Rent going, man, everyone here is insufferable the entire time I'm watching it. I watched this and I just would sit there and in the middle of a scene, I'd be like, God, he cannot stop jerking himself off verbally right now. <laughs> What yeah. an insufferable bitch. Sheesums. I, I could not stop thinking about it for everyone. It was
2: he was rough in that movie, wasn't he? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, all of them. Yeah. Of okay. them. There was no one he. <laughs> they. Listen,
0: we're talking kicking and screaming. This is a movie directed by Jesse Dillon, written by Leo Benvenuto. Venuti. Sorry, Ben. And uh, Steve Rud- Rud- Rudnick. If I could learn to fucking talk. (laughs) (laughs) Released on May 1st, 2005 in Universal City and then the rest of the United States on May 13th. Uh, Your WWE champion at that time is John Cena.
1: Yeah,
3: man.
0: All right. So listen, this movie begins with the Most blanket statement I've ever heard in my life. He says, and I quote, We are all born babies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's wrap up, people. (laughs) This is the last time that people have anything to say about anything. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, This baby that's supposed to be a baby, Will Ferrell, is actually a girl. Thought that was fun. Oh my god. <laughs> right. Good it's the story of the Westons. Phil and Buck. Uh, Buck, Phil's father is like extremely competitive. Uh, whenever Phil grows up and gets himself a, a wife, Buck's divorced and he has a younger wife. <laughs> and then both couples oh my god. have sons on the same day. This is not a premise that I hate. I'm, I'm beginning this thinking, okay, this is like a, a, a fun, unique, generational kind of conflict. The last time I will think anything deep about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? It, God, where do you even start? So a, it's, a, it's soccer, right? For some reason, Buck Weston is obsessed with soccer. And he has the, I'll give him this absolutely amazing commercials for his
2: sporting goods store. Those are. Oh great. yeah. So <laughs> hold on. Tim the reason yeah. that we were so excited about this particular one and it worked out perfectly is because we're still all, we're both in the middle of the most recent season of Ted Lasso. So we're like, it's springtime. We're already feeling yeah. soccer. This is great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh No. Guys, you won't believe this. Hit me. I watched the wrong kicking and screaming.
2: Oh my god, you watched like the 1990s one? The 95
1: one, yes! That's why I'm so upset with this movie. It's also why I was like, why am I watching philosophy students and then a movie about soccer? Why is it not two movies about soccer? Oh no!
3: (laughs) he did
0: it he transitioned (laughs) to being Noah (laughs) no but he watched it it was an accident (laughs) yeah Yeah, no I I did
1: the assignment the instructions just weren't clear I'm sitting here going you said Will Ferrell's like where was Will Ferrell in the movie where's young Will (laughs) Ferrell in this 1995 shit show of a movie (laughs) Oh my god anyways you guys talk about kicking and screaming I'll tell you about kicking and screaming right afterwards Jesus <laughs> oh. you had to have been so confused for
0: about five minutes and just oh, didn't dude. say anything <laughs> I dude but that's so funny because like everything that you're saying about that kicking and screaming is how I feel about this kicking and screaming <laughs> yeah it actually is pretty accurate
1: (laughs) yeah that little synopsis about about the families and the sons being born on the same day my first thought was oh my god where did you get any of that (laughs) (laughs) i just thought to myself it's like they watched a different movie and we did and and i looked it up and you guys and we did actually no correction i watched a different movie (laughs) i was the one who did that you guys go ahead yeah, Iowa absolutely,
0: and then uh, and then and then you can tell us what you think about our summary of the movie. <laughs> yeah, on! <God.
1: clears throat>
0: amazing, absolutely amazing. So, Granddaddy Buck coaches the local gladi... Oh, also, Tim, thank you for admitting that and not trying to yeah. fake your way through it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Have you oh, so? Have you ever seen this this kicking and screaming?
1: I years ago I did. Okay, I don't I don't remember it at all. That's fine. Yeah.
2: That's, maybe maybe while we're talking about it, it'll
0: jog some of your memory.
1: Yeah, maybe I can just like you know watch it really quickly. The oh background. my god, that's
0: so funny.
1: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> all right, I, I knew I should have sent in the the years. I knew we should have sent <laughs> in the years. Yeah, so, ne- I'll tell we'll, you what,
1: Netflix has the 95 one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they whatever. They don't dude. have the other one. Whatever,
1: that's just like a moment now.
0: Uh, uh. Buck is coaching the, the local Little League uh, soccer team. He's obsessed with soccer for some reason. I have no idea, like,
2: what the deal is with that. And it's 12-year-olds and, like... An inaugural league? I, it's, I don't think it's like a travel thing. No, it yeah, it's like, like a community it.
0: thing. That's what I was also wondering. Like, what community is this obsessed with little league soccer? I counted, I counted
2: 13 teams. Yeah. 13? That's normal. That's normal for an inaugural league. Where? Where I grew up. Bull i'm That's calling real. shenanigans
1: no, oh. it, if if you ha- it, no, because it's it's kind of like that for a lot of like little kids sports for yeah. sure you have a yeah. whole bunch of small teams you don't really do like tournaments but you're like oh yeah we're gonna go play the city next you know next to us or no i just
0: live in room. a really small town so that shit doesn't happen you know what oh I mean? no yeah for right. sure yeah.
2: not in yeah. no not in lewistown no, yeah. <laughs> that's too small. Never.
0: Never. Uh, so Phil, who's played by Will Ferrell in his worst performance you've ever seen, it's astonishingly bad. It's not funny. It's not creative. Think of like how amazing he is in Anchorman. Yeah. How he's like literally an entirely different person in Anchorman, right? Think of how he's still himself but just as funny and as entertaining an elf right yeah think of you know, i don't really like uh step brothers but at least he's playing a character in that this is yeah. nothing this is nothing it's not good it's over the top it's it's like he saw what he like the over the top nature that he could get away with while being ron burgundy Yeah. And try to do it as a suburban house dad, and it doesn't work for him. It's awful. (laughs) It's really bad. It's,
1: it's, uh, Ron Burgundy is supposed to be the, it's that 1970s, you know, chauvinist that everybody loves. So when you try to squeeze that into house dad role, that's like, uh, Be like if Robin Williams was trying to do like Mrs. Doubtfire, but he was also trying to be, you know, Ghostwriter at the same time.
0: (laughs) I'm here for Robin Williams (laughs) Ghostwriter.
1: I think we all are. It's crazy,
0: and it like really hit me while watching this movie that dude, like, I could, I don't know, man, like, I could almost like respect him more if kicking and screaming and Anchorman's dates were switched. But Anchorman came out a year before Kicking and Screaming. And like, I'm wondering how the hell, like, he was so creatively fresh for that. And like, none of it is even close to being there a year later.
1: Well, think about what you're doing, uh, filming wise. If you only have a year apart, that means he went right from one into the other.
0: And that's yeah. also not to say that one of them couldn't have been filmed before the other one and released later. That also happens. Fair, That is fair. I'm just saying that, you know, nobody's nobody's great in every movie. Yeah. And not yeah. everybody is in great movies all the time. But your job as an actor to, is, should be to be great in every movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, now I don't hate him in this one. It's just like you said, you, he hits a point, right? And you're like, okay, that's good. That's like the Will Ferrell that I want in this spot. And then he has to take one extra step a lot of times. Not just one, just dude. He much. goes
0: on like three or four steps after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, dart scene with his father, where his father like breaks some news to him, and that causes him to miss throw the darts. It shatters his prize fish tank and his
2: neon sign.
0: I guess that's funny.
2: That's a whole 15 feet away from the dartboard. And he's like, how did that happen?
0: Oh, and then whenever his dad's throwing the darts, he walks up, he takes the darts out of the board. And then whenever he throws his third dart, the other two are in the board. Like, Yeah.
2: Was
0: like, how'd that happen? Yeah. He just took
3: those out.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, how often do you think like these kids really want to play soccer at that age and how did they all somehow conglomerate onto this one team now listen
2: mundo we're gonna have to i'm gonna have to make a comment here okay go on you weren't a big sports guy all right
1: yeah fair enough
2: hold off on the judgment on how these teams come together how these areas it works out I promise you, it makes sense. I So you're telling
0: me, so you're telling me, and and if you say yes to this, I'll let it go. Okay. You're telling me that in every youth sport that you played in, there was one team that was made of of every single player would be the worst player on any other team, but the whole team's like
2: that. A fast.
0: Yes. Fair enough. And those are the I'll best teams
2: to play when you were in a rut. You're like, oh, the shit team's coming in. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah. All it. Yes.
2: yes. All accept. Thank you. Thank you, yep. Polar Bear. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got you. And my, my yep. dad.
2: Sometimes was, I was oh, that team.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you you're sucked. just a kid who's like, you know, standing in the outfield, you know, watching butterflies and <laughs> pissing in the corner. You know, it happens.
0: Yeah. They have a little short introduction, uh, having all the teams. Phil steps up to, to coach this misfit team, if you will, uh, because his his son was kicked off of uh, Grand granddaddy Buck's team, right? So now he's in this horrible team, um,
2: the Tigers, <laughs> as they're called. So wait, time out. Yeah. So <laughs> could you imagine – Your grandfather trading you away from his own team? The scars you would have? (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't, dude. It's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's really bad. Yeah, (laughs) and I also like that his son is Josh Hutcherson, so that's kind of funny for me.
0: Yeah, that's like the movie. Whenever I was like some, I read a thing that was like also uh, starring Josh Hutcherson. I was like, is that a starring role? Or is that like
2: a (laughs) big Bucky? Yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Yada, yada, yada. They introduce each other. We get a little bit of the supposed dynamics in this soccer team that are just stereotypes of weird kids. Uh, And then... It happens, right? He goes, after seeing how horrible the team is that he can't coach worth dick, he goes and he gets the help of his father's neighbor, real life Mike Ditka. (laughs) Real life coach Mike Ditka.
2: That whole cigar joke's my favorite thing in the whole movie. Oh. (laughs) Here, hold this. Real
0: good. (laughs) Yes. Steve Ditka, Mike Ditka, Had some some real comedic chops in this movie. He was really funny in
2: it. Yeah. I liked him a lot. I'll bring up my favorite part, though.
0: Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, Love Mike Ditka coming in and just, like, berating everybody. That was great. (laughs) And uh, through Ditka, we get the Italians. One of them is sure to grow up to become Zava, Uh, In Ted Lasso, you know, he does say that he named himself. So in my mind, boom, (laughs) there's the kicking and screaming Ted Lasso (laughs) shared universe. Oh,
2: man. (laughs) I don't. I only think of my wife. (laughs) 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 And uh, with the
0: Italians coming in, now they have a chance. These Italians are real good. We see it immediately uh, in their butcher shop. Where their motto is,
2: meet first. <laughs> it's just very uh, by the way, uh, Mundo, that is now not maybe recruiting that way, but sure. it is accurate that you can win an entire league with one good player on a hockey team. I did oh, it. Sure.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> I absolutely yeah, did right. it. This kid scored. Like that was another six goals thing that I was going to and write I was the down. <laughs> that was another thing that I had written yeah. down. Was like, how real is it that you could like just have one good player or two in this case, and, and just those, like steamroll for absolutely?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely I, possible. Yeah, that's that's very possible. And
0: I actually enjoy. Um, there's this little montage there's this movie both these movies are riddled with montages that make me want to claw my eyes out Uh, (laughs) but this one actually has a pretty good one of the little italian kids like coaching the rest of the team yeah and I, i really enjoyed that um the one of them is is teaching phil's son uh sam how to do like this amazing little like juke move around the ball. And the moment you see that because he's tripping and falling all over the ball. As soon as you see that, you're like, okay, that's going to be how he wins the game later. Right. As a storyteller, you can, you know, what's happening with that.
2: Yeah. Like we said, this movie is in deep. It's no. giving you everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a tetherball scene. Uh, guys, <laughs> once again, I need to let y'all know. That I am from a very, very poor town. I have never seen a tetherball thing in real life. Are you serious? What? Not even at school? They didn't no, have one? they didn't have one at Lock Haven. What? No, no. I'm talking
2: about like high school.
0: No, we didn't have it. We did. I don't know what tetherball is. I don't know how you play tetherball. I don't know how you win at tetherball. Okay. This was like
1: it's very while easy.
0: watching this scene. I was like,
1: that's
2: how you that's what tetherball is. Have you is. not seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah, but it's not like he's really playing it. He's like, he just was no, he is.
1: He's playing it. Yeah. He's, no, yeah. he's
0: just like hitting it with himself though. And I've seen it like, and I've seen it in like cartoons and stuff. What I'm saying is like in real life. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen or ever played a game of tetherball. I don't know the rules of tether, tetherball. I don't know how you win at tetherball.
2: I know nothing about okay. tetherball. I appreciate so, that this is a sticking point for you.
1: Hold on, hold on. I want to chime in on this, right? Cuz my yeah. so my mom's side of the family,
2: my grandfather, tetherball?
1: pastor, uh the the, <laughs> the the place that the church like owned like that was like a little recreational area. They have a tetherball there, right? So me, my siblings and my cousins, when we were out there in their summer, we'd play tetherball. And all it is is you hit the ball back and forth. That's literally the only rule. Do you want to win? You have to be the one who hits it hard enough that the other side, the other people don't hit it, and it spins all the way around and hits in the middle. And then you let it unwind. You're trying to
0: get that ball to hit the pole.
1: Yeah, so you're hitting it one way, then they hit it the other way. Then you hit it back and you go back and forth. And so then whenever
0: you hit it, if they miss, it swings back around. Can you like hit it again? Yeah, you hit it again. Yeah, give it more. Just like the play.
2: dad was. Yeah. Sure.
0: I didn't know if he was like just fucking with him or what.
2: Oh, he definitely
0: he was. was. I mean, yeah. what, this yeah. was this was something I needed to bring up for some reason.
1: <laughs> I'm glad that I didn't watch the right movie, but I can still chime in on these
0: things. <laughs> um, so after the tether, Is there are very was, like, special Phil...
1: issues with. Mundo, right now,
2: that <laughs> don't have anything yeah,
1: to do you with guys. Are movie. like this
0: is real? I should be paying y'all as my therapist. I was right? gonna say
1: this is less about the movie and more about <laughs> Mundo not yeah. understanding anything about <laughs> athletics at all.
0: <laughs> I'm not here to deny that.
1: <laughs> nope. If nope. we
0: can turn this horrible movie into a into an educational lesson for me, I'm
2: in. Okay, I'm here. Yep. Right around yes. this time as well. Mike Dick is trying to get him to have coffee and grow a pair, essentially. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely love that scene for me. Like, I just think that it's so funny that Mike Dick is like, we'll win soccer games if you start drinking coffee. There's a direct (laughs) correlation to how the coaching works. (laughs) You're right. That is funny. I enjoyed it. uh, That is uh, funny.
1: As my dad was a coach for several different sports for many different seasons and uh can confirm coach always had his coffee mug with him wherever he went
0: and a champion coach right
1: yeah yeah Yeah. he He went to uh the the year before he retired or the year he retired he got his softball and his field hockey teams softball made it all the way to states and field hockey i think made it past either two regionals or or past it but yeah nice Shouts out to
0: to Papa Polar Bear.
1: Yeah. Yeah, way to go. Uh,
0: After the tetherball incident, we now have the bet that's made, right? If Phil can somehow win the championship, they're five games away from the championship. If he can win the championship, uh, if he loses, he goes and works for his dad at the sports store that his dad owns. Uh, If he wins, then he gets dad's prized Pele soccer ball. That he literally ripped out of his own kid's hands. <laughs> when his own dad. kid caught a missed field goal from Pele,
2: <laughs> he reached down and ripped it out of his own. Hand. Out. No, no, we got to go back. What did you call it? You called a field goal. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Oh I did. Did I watch it? It was movie? a penalty kick, Timmins. <laughs> <laughs> So not um, not too no. long ago, this is kind of unrelated, but still, he was, we were talking about a totally separate movie, but somehow golf came into it, and Lewis goes, "Oh, he was carrying like his his sports bag," and I was like, "You mean a golf his bag, bag for golf clubs? His golfing kit?"
1: Oh, his golfing kit.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: like
0: just
2: the best. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Um, so, yes, you're right.
0: <laughs> and now, and now Phil's like, because he has this anger in him, this now he's getting the competitive spirit, right? And it's showing by how nasty he's treating the kids. Uh, he's treating everybody so poorly that Mike Ditka full on walks away. Uh, at one point, this was another one of the only funny points of the movie from Will Ferrell himself, but he like demands one of the parents to go run laps. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Making a parent run laps is very funny to me. <laughs>
2: Put your shirt in, Tom.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: what, is, so just- what is hilarious? Because Tom, because Tom's a dick, you yeah. know, earlier in the movie, earlier in the movie, He's, he's like criticizing Phil for how he's coaching. And then it's like, dude, what are you doing here? Like you could have stepped up. You don't even have a job. They mentioned three times in this movie that he's, he's looking for a job.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So hold on. There's two super important moments. One includes Tom and the other ones that, that moment when he quits. Yeah. So we're going to go back a little bit. Phil shows up for the second game of practice, whatever. <clears throat> I think it was for the practice. And he comes to the terms that Byong's son, who Mike Didka calls AKA Bing Bong, Bing Bong. He doesn't, Bing Bong. Here, doesn't care about his name. And it's so racist. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> he can't yes, that is. now.
2: <laughs> uh, but but
0: but also like, oh, like very old person,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like it's so kind of it's okay. You can get yeah, his name's Beyond Sun, but he keeps on calling <laughs> <the> Big Bong. <laughs> oh Even God. though like at one point he takes a shot and he goes, You go, Big Bong. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he, dude, he has his little binoculars in his
0: hand. <laughs> I'm popped.
2: Yeah, oh but God. so so at the beginning.
0: I'm he... telling you, Mike Ditka's good. Mike Ditka is good at yeah, this
2: yeah um, so in the beginning tom's there as he's like coming to the realization that these women are lesbian and beyond phil. sons their kid phil phil yeah 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 phil. phil um so phil's like well no like you're the best parents and because you're always here and you're better than everyone else and yeah, then The, the other jobless guy... the
0: jobless tom comes <laughs> in and he's like what do you mean best parents uh... <laughs> it becomes but a this whole is... thing this is like one. that's one of those moments where i'm like that's a good joke but will Farrell takes it about 30 yeah. seconds
2: longer than what it needs to be yeah that's one of those yeah uh, they cut
0: then... the camera right after he he said he came in and said what do you mean they're the best parents and it just like stayed on phil like looking confused for two seconds and then cut the camera yeah. but instead he has to oh, no no, no. Not best parents you're great you're great parents too I'm just saying that because they're who they are they're better not better I was just
2: like calm the fuck on Will Ferrell you're better you're better than this motherfucker okay now my favorite part of the entire movie and I can sit through this whole movie just to watch this honestly uh, when Mike Dicka quits so Timmons he's hollering at the team And all the parents are getting upset. All this stuff's going on. And Mike Dick is like, bro, you got to cool off. It's fine. We're playing soccer. Kids. Yeah. Trying to, because he's the competitive one, but even he's calming him down now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, why don't you grab me a juice box, juice box guy. (laughs) (laughs) Starts telling Mike Dick to get him a juice box. Okay. Yeah.
1: Tells him then, to go to hell. And as he, <laughs> to to as hell. he walks
2: away, he's telling the kids, all right, everyone, wave goodbye to juice box guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good part. That's a good it's part. The best.
1: Come on. A good part. A good, you
2: know okay. Why don't you
1: go to hell? But while you're there, give me a juice box.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep, there you go. You've seen it. Yes. <laughs> We've got the
0: memories rolling now. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the memories rolling. Oh finals come up it's tigers versus the gladiators Uh, oh there's an amazing scene okay this one popped me too uh whenever they're like still winning they have to go that five game undefeated streak but one of the games the italian boys (laughs) yeah make it because there's a huge order at the deli and meat comes first so uh phil takes the team over to the deli and like they help out doing stuff over there. And then whenever they come back, they come back at the meat van from the deli and they step out of it. And they're all like drenched in blood. Like they're coming out <laughs> of an evil dead movie. Like it's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much so that the other team just says that one of their players is sick, so they have to forfeit.
3: <laughs> and then they that's, run away.
0: That's right <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> they run away, dude. So good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even the dad's running away all scared. Yeah, this
0: movie has moments. It's just that yeah. Will Ferrell is so unbearable in it, and he's in almost every scene that it, it makes it a hard watch for me. I, I get it, it does I have do. it does have brief moments of, of pretty good humor.
1: I, yeah. I was looking it up. Uh the so around kicking and screaming, so it's elf in 03, Anchorman in 04, kicking and screaming in 05, Talladega Knights in 06. Blaze of Glory in 07, Step Rose in 08. But Kicking and Screaming, Talladega Nights, and uh, Blaze of Glory are all films with Will Ferrell going just past the line. Well, clearly, Kicking and Screaming goes well past the line. But as much as I enjoy Talladega Nights and Blaze of Glory, he does the same thing there. Like, there's a very clear, like, comedic line, and he gets there but then he still goes past it too. And I get that. It's like, eh, it's a bit, it's a character
2: and he's it's just not like a good. Choice. And I think John heater helped in blades of glory a lot to like, yes. keep it
1: minimal because yeah. and
2: step Rose, he could have done it's that John too. C.
1: Riley helping him out by like really oh, pulling yeah. him back because and, they, and they let's had face, we could do
0: characters. that with Anchorman because he's surrounded by guys in Anchorman doing the same. Right. Yeah. But here he has nobody to go off of. And so it's, yeah. it's, Un- it and the stands problem out with, with Will Ferrell in general and, uh, you know, problem in big quotation marks is that he's just so good at improv. Yes. Yeah. That if you just if leave you- the camera rolling, there's a chance you're going to get something really special. It just never seems to happen in this one, except yeah. the yeah. Uh, except the juice box boy. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're at the finals here. And come a halftime gladiators are up two to one and they all get together and they're like Phil you're being a dickhead I don't know why he listens now instead of like they did the same thing like earlier and he like keeps brushing everybody off I don't know why now is the time that he cares
2: it's because his son didn't show up if, who cares? He doesn't give a fuck about his son. He's proven it. No, he you just right. ignored the whole plot line. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is treating his son like garbage this whole time. It does take him uh, until halftime and seeing that his son isn't uh, in uniform that he does this that he does have a change of heart so much so that he goes and kicks over his coffee maker his custom made coffee maker uh that he had cappuccino which, machine yeah which uh Thing's awesome is a big pop from from all of the kids um phil's wife is an absolute sweetheart this whole movie i love Back her spare uniform uh, for, uh, uh, for what's his name? Sam for Sam. And instead of, of doing the same thing that they've been doing, which is get the ball to the Italians. He says, do the exact
2: opposite of what I've been, I've been coaching you to do. Oh man. That speech a little bit earlier when he talks about all the nonsense that they were doing and it's le- it's legitimately like how to play soccer. And he's yeah. parading them for playing soccer properly because <laughs> they didn't give it to the Italians. <laughs> give it to the Italians. Get the he's ball. like, remember the time you passed to this person? What was that about? Well, he was open. No. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah. How many times do I have to remind you? <laughs> Get the ball, Italians. <laughs> uh, and so now. The second half begins. Everybody's there. Phil is now like being the cool coach that he was at the beginning, not giving a fuck. I love it whenever he pulls back the Italians and he's like, "Do you guys want a break?" And they're both like, "Oh my god, yes!" (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like so sick of playing soccer by now, you know. (laughs) And they go in. uh, They tie up the tie up the game. Finally, we have. The, this is another thing that i wish dude i wish that throughout this movie we got more of a little buck and sam rivalry
2: yeah they definitely missed out on that opportunity
0: yeah because they meet up here and they're like face to face and buck's like
3: <laughs>
0: he says something so stupid <laughs> he <says> something like, <laughs> like, like like gonna try to get past uncle buck it's like oh, as <laughs> they're the same age, that's funny, I
1: guess. You know, yeah. and uh, uh, it's a, it's like callback to that movie of this... the same title. How nice!
0: <laughs> <laughs> this could be this could be something that that is done very well. Instead, this movie doesn't set this rivalry up at all.
2: No, it didn't earn that moment, right?
0: No, one hundred percent not. But it does earn. It does earn. Uh, Sam doing its little, his little juke move.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: On, on Buck tripping him up and then going in and getting that game winning uh, point. It's just that that moment would have been could have been so much
2: more than what it what it was like. I almost wish instead of him having a fight with his dad on the tether pole, it was like the two kids or something, you know, oh, yeah, or doing something nice. else athletically against yeah. each other yeah because uh, if if they would have focused on the kids more i think it would have made more sense yeah yeah maybe i don't know i agree yeah. with you. they were going for like a weird adult kid hybrid that did not bear the right fruit <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that's what i mean by like at the beginning of this movie that like i like the multi-generational inner family rivalry it's just it never capitalizes on it yeah we have a after party. It's so funny because, because Sam apologizes to his grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And the grandfather's like, oh, I could never be mad at you. And I'm like, dude, you, you kicked him off your team. <laughs> Bare minimum, you were upset with him. Yeah. <laughs> You know, fuck this movie. Um,
2: <laughs> they also maintain uh
0: there's a yeah, so Mike Ditka has been watching through the binoculars, and and he's loving that his neighbor, his arch nemesis, uh, has been beat by his, his stupid son. <laughs> so Phil uh invites Ditka over for the ha- ball handing off ceremony. He's finally gonna get the Pele ball and and goes like nah man i have all these leaves to rake up so i could throw them into your dad's yard later
3: oh my god
0: <laughs> that was hilarious he yeah. said he says, making your old man's life a living hell that's what that's my duty <laughs> yeah uh classic Bill is a class act, not taking the ball that he so desperately wanted because he sees that it means more to Buck than it does to him. Uh, and realizing that, you know, they did something great for all these kids now and that this ball rivalry is done. They have this great New idea of partnering up. We're gonna bring Phil's pills into Buck's <laughs> Sporting Import Sporting Goods store, and now I guess the tagline is "He's got balls and vitamins." Yeah, amazing! Very funny.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't
1: vitamins. know. If, I was gonna say I don't know if you could shoehorn a joke any harder than that. <laughs>
2: Well, oh, they did you it from mean, the beginning, we're... so like it's not a shock yeah, but at the it's, end.
1: But... Right, but it's like... Yeah, but you still put it in the beginning. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Well, Simmons, you line? would have enjoyed it. It's like, it. oh,
1: testicles and vitamins. I got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. hilarious.
2: I... You would have probably enjoyed the little bit in the beginning, though, because they end on a hockey puck while they've oh. been, like, talking about balls the entire time. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like baseball, but tennis ball, <laughs>
0: hockey pucks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Robert Duvall is is granddaddy Buck in this movie, which is kind of interesting uh because James Can plays Will Farrell's dad in Elf. And both those guys were in Godfather. And I think that's pretty neat
2: so we're not creating a universe here right we're not getting crazy okay no 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 no. sometimes your brain can take a take a lane here and i'm like i don't know yeah my final
0: note for this movie just says um the sports commercials rule but this movie sucks
2: (laughs) i'm sorry you didn't like it i really didn't that's fair Really, really didn't like this
0: movie. <laughs> Is this the one that you have your Batista one for? No. Great. We're going to hold off on the question so we can yeah, do yeah, the, yeah. the full the full go with Demons. Yeah. yeah. Um. Overall, Patrick, I gave this one a, a, a 55 out of 100.
2: Damn, bro. Yep. <laughs> I'd go Boy. like... 65 68
1: something in there wow you guys were far more generous than i was because let me tell you something my score you ready for this one yeah all right For
2: kicking and screaming for 1995 and- <laughs> or whatever <laughs> for kicking
1: and screaming
2: hold See. on you need to give us a short premise before <sighs> okay. yeah what was what
0: was kicking and screaming 1995 yeah. so about? 95 give us like the the what is it, spark notes version
1: okay it is literally a whole bunch of guy. Okay, it's a bunch of people that have just graduated from college, and they don't know what to do with their lives, other than hang around the college they just graduated and fuck freshmen and pretend that they're like budding philosophers.
2: That is That's it. weird.
1: That's the whole like premise. Here's here's what I wrote because boy, this was a scathing review because it's such a forgettable film. <laughs> Kicking and Screaming is the perfect title for this film, as it describes how audience members feel internally. This was Donnie Darko without any horror or thriller vibes, and was written by what I can assume to be a philosophy major that dual minored in theater and English, who attributes Woody Allen to their liberal arts awakening their first spring semester. Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) So for that, I give Kicking and Screaming, 1995, an 11 out of 10, but the 11 is Donnie Darko's ears. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, that kicking and screaming by the way written and directed by Noah Bombach, released October 4th 1995 at the New York Film Festival and then October 6th 1995 to the Grand United States when your WWE champion was Brett the Hitman Hart
1: <laughs> <laughs> the opening line between the uh, main character and his assuming girlfriend before she goes off to czechoslovakia which is the czech republic and slovakia which his dad tells him later on he should have paid attention to but he had too much time doing stuff in school to actually read the newspapers he he comes over while she's flirting with somebody else and they're talking about how they both write fiction stories and the opening line between the two of them is him going or she says you're a brilliant writer or, no sorry I was right he says this you're a brilliant writer care to dance and then she goes oh I'd love to but I find you irritatingly attractive
3: what <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: what? Uh, there's one of the characters uh, Otis because all of them have really odd names There's, it's Danny Chet Grover uh, Miami there's a dude named Pete Otis the is the fuck other guy is this? <laughs> uh, now I want to watch it <laughs> I actually would recommend that we watch this because I I went through hell and I need you guys to go through hell also.
0: <laughs> well, we'll add it. We, we're about to do our uh, uh uh the next portion of our calendar so. Maybe Throw we will. It on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we'll
1: have you and on then, and we'll talk about And then about I'll tell you Baltimore. what, we'll have to find an actual Woody Allen film to like compare it to because clearly this is where the inspiration was drawn from. Uh, I understand,
0: but here's the problem with that. i I uh, will not watch, I will not give any Woody Allen films my time for this podcast. <laughs> that guy's a weirdo and a perv and married his own step. Married his yeah. married
1: his adopted daughter, not even yeah. step. He just yeah, adopted Yeah, You're right. Her. So and then after anyway, 18 years was like yeah, I kind of like Asian women.
0: <laughs> oh no, I like Asian I... girls, he said then. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, God. We can move away from
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: either kicking and screaming. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. To another and, soccer gem.
0: And move <laughs> straight into bend it like Beckham. Directed by Gurinder Chada. Written by her as well, also with uh, Gulit Bindra and Paul Mayeda Burgess. This is a movie that came out the 12th of April in 2002 2002 in the United Kingdom. And then the third, you should
1: really get that stroke checked out. I know, (laughs) man. I
0: feel I'm losing my left lobe here. And then October 3rd, 2002. And then to the United States on March 12th, 2003. This is our first three champion event, people. Uh, The United Kingdom released Triple H. The Germany released Brock Lesnar. And then the March released Eddie Guerrero. Nice. Nice. so i'm gonna be up front about about this movie this movie here was as abysmal as kicking and screaming for the first half of it
1: this movie
0: moves at a snail's
1: fucking pace i thought what about you guys i actually disagree oh interesting i you know and i'm gonna leave it at that no um (laughs) I okay so it's not snails pace per se but like they clearly were trying to they had to set up three different groups they had to set up traditional indian family they had to set up semi modern uh english family and then they had to set up uh the coach and the team yeah. so it's it's slow merely because you you have to be introduced and they did it in a handholdy way, so it's like oh here's that's true that's, that's my lar- complaint you cut that's, some off.
0: that's what I'm largely gonna be getting at. Tim, as yeah. you hit it right on the head, is that this you know I love to be spoon fed right. information in in movies. This thing like takes a handful and rams it down my throat. <laughs> Yeah. There's yeah. no subtlety at all in this movie.
1: No, none There's whatsoever. No. no.
0: Um, <laughs> this movie was also educational for me because the first thing that I have is an arrow to the name of it, Bend It Like Beckham. And I said, what the fuck does that even mean? And by the end of this movie, I knew what it meant. <laughs> though, though. For the United States release, they were going to rename this movie "Move It Like Mia."
2: Oh, Mia
1: Hamm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: which,
1: yeah I mean that's fine, but that yeah, takes I, away from, but that yeah, takes away from her being impressed with David Beckham. Which, to be yeah. fair, everyone in the world is impressed with David Beckham. Right. I, I yeah. feel
0: the same way. Like Beckham There's, was like this dude still looks like a looks superstar. Like a God
1: yeah well there's there's three big names in soccer football for the rest of the world which doesn't matter because it's not america um is there david <laughs> beckham suck in other countries yeah get off the metric system you nerds no uh so you've got david beckham uh Messi. And Mia Hamm. Those are like the three names that you can like throw around and everyone's like, time. oh yeah, I know them. So, but it, like David Beckham's like the big one. That like, you don't have to know anything about soccer to know David Beckham. So yeah. Dude, yeah. he
2: was black card. He's still black card status. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. I, I wrote down the, the release dates for this movie before uh, watching it. And so I have this note right here that is that I was like, I feel like this was filmed in 2001 and there's going to be something later on that. I'm like, I know this was filmed in 2001. (laughs) It's going to be something. I don't think that you guys are going to, you guys know what it is, but we're going to get to it. You're going to be like, Oh, that's like the most minute thing you could have pointed out. (laughs) So um, also, because it's two thousand one, I remembered that uh, Kira Knightley was like seventeen when she filmed Pirates of the Caribbean, which yeah. means in this intro scene with her mom, her mom, an adult woman, yes. grabbing her boobs, <laughs> she's grabbing the tits of a like fifteen or sixteen year old girl, yeah, who is not a member of her family, who isn't <laughs> is, so anyone okay.
2: <laughs> to her. She is on screen. Yeah. Who gives a screen. fuck? This it is makes weird. it okay.
0: This yeah. whole movie <laughs> makes you feel gross while watching it.
1: Because it's uh, it's families interacting like families, but then you, in the, in the back of your mind, you're like, these are just actors.
0: Well, no, yeah. because you yeah. spend these people have so so much no relation time, to each other. Not just that, but you spend so much time in. In the in the girls locker room where like so many of them are like not wearing like any proper clothes and like the movie Why wants you this? to think that these are all like teenage girls and they're yes. all walking around in their underwear.
1: I just want to point out that the first like locker room scene, which is awkward because it's like you they there are sports movies that do locker room scenes. And like sure people are changing, but like they, they've done it like tastefully. Like, why was the captain of the team wearing like a black lace bra? And why does she go to practice like that? Why was she not yeah. just wearing a sports bra or and something? And why did like, the camera the pan in
2: on it hardcore?
1: I know, yeah, right? One did, like, the <laughs> only reason Paned
0: why in, like I... right on the girl's ass, and she yes, was yeah. just wearing her panties. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is making me feel real uncomfortable right
1: now. I, it, I did have this note. Kira Knightley starred in this in 2002, and in 2003, she lost the training bra. <laughs> because That's what she's in Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Right. And then uh, it, it did make it did relieve me whenever I found out that uh, the girls on the on the team besides uh, Kira Knightley all were of age. Uh, but Keira Knightley's also one of the ones that's constantly in her bra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, that just like made me overall feel really gross. I have like a lack of notes throughout like the first half of this movie because I'm not finding anything really interesting or like notable to to write down on the long and short of it.
1: Um, if, which, if I can actually chime in, CB, I, I do have a couple things here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay so uh th- this movie made me think of a problem that I see with like a lot of uh strong woman film right especially when it's like a a teen or like coming of age for a chick movie right is they have like a group of guys and sometimes it's like a group of guys that like she's friends with or it's just like the the guys that are just like the <laughs> like the jock types but they they always make them this like Chauvinist meathead sort of like personality. Yeah. And they're all like they play with her every day. And there's like a way that guys interact and joke with each other. And if a chick comes into that group, like we'll joke with her the same way. But I've never I've never been in a group of guys where like a girl comes in that we're all close with that we view as one of the guys and we all like Look at you! Oh, you didn't change your tampon. Oh, do you need new pack? Like that's <laughs> yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Like yeah. Never we have didn't I talk ever. like that. No, it's <laughs> not at all. So it's like, so like I started off with the thought of like, so is this like directed by a woman who just doesn't understand guys? And then we get to the first locker room scene, and I'm like, was this <laughs> directed by a guy who doesn't understand women? I, like, I don't know who did this. Like I'm so lost. Well, then um, the beginning. I've, I've... It's...
2: Go on, go on, Vanilla. Well, so. I have two notes here. In the beginning, I think the locker room scenes were okay because it was her, like, uncomfortable with her body. And that's fine. Like, you want to show that, right? Right. But if you keep doing it, it loses the meaning behind it.
1: Yeah, what are you doing? You're showing me that she's more comfortable with her body.
2: Yeah, like, okay, we get that now. You can do that
1: without showing me getting them changed four times in the movie.
2: That's my point. Like, the first couple, I'm good. After that, you
1: don't need to do that anymore.
2: But my other thing is to both your points i did i agree with you the first half of this movie is a little rough and for me you take 10 minutes off of it with maybe some of the family building stuff because they did a lot of heavy family building for um the indian family right sure you could take some of that out and you could still end at the same spot by that time yeah yeah and it moves much faster and then you're right into more of the action and more of like the the emotional parts of the story yeah so. yes
0: so it should be said that this movie is about a, a british punjabi Sikh family right their daughter a girl named Jess Minder whose name who's everybody just calls her Jess she's trying to become a soccer or she's she likes playing soccer with the boys she uh is viewed upon uh by this other girl uh uh Jules who sees that she's really good who invites her to play on this like uh, uh like high school team something like that but like they're really good they like travel all around Europe I think play. they're
2: like a low level like junior team or
1: something
0: sure sure because they're not it's like are like a, a older. minor
1: league sort of thing yeah, yeah yeah
0: that's what I yes 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 yeah. uh, but they have to keep this in secret from Jess's parents who are very like traditional in their beliefs and how they are not to mention that her dad has like some deep seated hatred because of some uh prejudice um, bigotry that that happened against him whenever he first moved to Britain and that he's overall trying
1: to protect his daughter from right
2: right well he was on the cricket it's, team
1: yeah it's that was that was a thing that felt a little shoehorned I didn't have a problem with them doing it because it, it's a very yeah. real problem. Like, especially when you're an immigrant and he moved there. So she's like first generation born in England. So I, I get right. it. Um, but like. They trivialized that that struggle because the the like lasting example that he gave was that they made fun of his turban. And I kind of was like. Was that it? <laughs> Okay. They, yeah, they, they, you're a grown
2: man, dude.
1: Like they made one comment about your turban, and then you're just like, "I'm never playing cricket again." And then, then you just like left. Like
0: yeah, and like you didn't like, I, like, like, go ahead. like they couldn't. He couldn't have said like he couldn't have said like they they clearly like had chose players who were worse than me but had a different skin color than me like right something like that's powerful
1: yeah and And then and then when then she but then jess has to deal with it later because she gets called packy on the on the field and i'm like okay that's like way more like way worse than Yeah. yeah but this is like way later like so her dad is they made fun of my turban and then that's like whenever like yeah the then she's like oh they called then, me a towel head <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like so this is like 20 years later after he's moved and then the racism somehow just got way worse yeah in a and it was a brief moment it was like so weird and out of place again i don't have a problem with like movies addressing those things but when you like just throw it in there as just like a here's this her dad did this and then here's this she dealt with something worse But then they never address it again. Like it it was a singular instance. And it it was almost like her getting called Packy was just to vindicate her father's oh my god, it
0: absolutely was.
1: And it wasn't like in any yeah, but then like she doesn't
0: but like then we'll get to it later. But then like her dad should talk like that doesn't become like a problem for her, right? Like she doesn't go through the same like She should have realized, oh, now I can relate to my dad. Now this is something that me and him can bond over. We can fight together. We can get better (laughs) together over it. Right. Instead, it never comes
1: up again. The only time it comes up is with her and the coach, which weird shoehorn love interest, but fine. But I at least appreciate that when she was like, oh, they called me a packy. You wouldn't understand that. And he goes, I'm Irish. Which reminds you, they're still in England, and this is yeah. only in the 2000s. That was
0: something that, that I started so like, to to make a funny note about, but then I was like, but you know what? I'm not British. I don't know enough about, yeah. about them, and I'm sure that to some, some <laughs> Irish folk, this was a really poignant part in this movie. But me, yeah. as a Mexican-American, I'm like, get out of here with that shit. So, Seabear, <laughs> it's
2: not like when they did it in the Luck of the Irish movie. it's not it's not that yeah you know like I thought it at first and I was like oh no that makes sense here." like this context actually makes sense okay but
0: it was that (laughs) it was that conversation that got me thinking like how I don't I don't want to say racist is this movie but like how stereotypical is this movie who was this made from how the fuck did like I don't know if this movie is like trying to bring awareness to like the Sikh community in, in England I don't know like how much these things are being stereotyped from the family, like their traditional beliefs, but it did bring me some solace to know that, uh, Garenda Chada not only is a, uh, a, a British director, but she is from Kenya. She is a, a Punjabi Sikh and she is female. So like, she's ticking off every single box that we're like, Oh, well this would be a problem if it was directed probably by a, a, a white man. Sure. But, She's yeah. actually speaking from a place of importance. I feel like she's trying to do something that is bringing light to a situation that she thinks is a problem. It is a problem. I mean, racism is a huge problem. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it's just so ham fisted
2: that it just right. drops off at some points. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy it's ham fisted because the movie's almost two hours long. Right. It is. You have it so is much time to make the story so it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. It's the problem is it
1: doesn't address an issue. It it Gives it, mentions you, like, the, the,
2: the, it
0: mentions the issue. Yeah,
1: but it's multiple it, they're, issues. They're yeah. all drive-by <laughs> issues. It's you know yeah, oh, drive-by
0: issues. This is the movie of drive-by issues. Yeah, yes.
1: It's it's oh, uh, I'm yeah. I'm a modern I'm a modern teen in uh in a Western country, but my parents are traditionalists that moved from, you know, a non-Western country, and they still have their non-Western values, right? And then on so the other the, side of that. that but, but have, again, that's just poof, blown by.
0: Yeah. The, the, the other side of that is you have this uh, like British family who's like concerned that their daughter might not be a heterosexual.
1: The mom yeah. the mom more so than the dad. because oh my The, god, the just mom like, is so funny. Oh <laughs> my god. Great. The mom yeah. is weird to me. Yeah. Because it's just like yeah. again, like they made a character, but they they she's um you know how I, like, they always show those videos where it's like, you know oh, is this jar full after I pour these pebbles in there? Oh, what if I pour smaller rocks in there? Oh, what if I pour sand? Is it full now? That's what they did with this character. like She's full of different things, but she's not a complete character. They just were like, we need a white woman who's concerned yeah. with a lot of issues. <laughs> but she's a white woman. She, That's what like, they did. <laughs>
0: she feels very yeah. much like a character that somebody would like have a whole tiktok account about right like, <laughs> yeah like the the ultimate she seems like the ultimate karen
1: yeah <laughs> right yeah without well, actually like... being a karen though that's the problem i i'm not convinced she's a karen i'm just convinced that they gave her karen characteristics <laughs> characteristics if you will characteristics as it were yeah yes, <laughs> yes.
2: Absolutely. Uh, no i think my the part that bugs me the most about her is that they don't let her stick to her conviction sometimes so like the end when she's claiming that she's a lesbian with um yes Jess, Jess. right yeah and they get in the car and the mom's like or, or the daughter goes, you know, it's not even a big deal. And she goes, well, well right? Of course, it's not. Like, no, I think it is. <laughs> I, have nothing I think you find to.
1: it a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's only a big deal if it's my daughter. I don't care if everyone else doesn't. Right, which is like,
0: which is absolutely like the the like, you know, like the motto stereotype. of like traditional yeah. white households. It's sure. like I'm fine with it so long as it doesn't enter my my house.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's why I'm like it's just like a stereotype, and it's not again. It's it's a it's the outline of the issue, but it's not the actual issue in substance.
0: That's going, the problem
1: I keep having.
0: Going a little back to like themes and characters that pop in and are never seen again. <laughs> Whenever we are introduced to the uh, uh, friends that Jess plays soccer with, we are also introduced to Jess's sister's friends.
2: Who oh yeah, I was really oh, excited because I,
0: I thought that yeah. they could be like a really fun and like comedic addition to this movie. You could you stand, imagine the contrast are, that they could have are been treated with two yeah. scenes of them and we're not and and you know why? Because I love movies that are made at a certain time because they have certain little sayings that I'm just like, ooh, yes, one of the girls <laughs> says of the player, she says. Oi, he's so tick.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what does that even mean?
1: It means that he's not Spider. <laughs> you know? So it would never be put in
2: this movie, right? But I like, I, I almost think in my head, they missed a really funny opportunity to have her like kind of backhand at Jess at the end about not wanting to get married when she sees the one cousin in the bathroom with the guy. Oh, sure. And like, maybe they start up a conversation and she goes, well, your cousin's trying to find
1: somebody nice. (laughs) like
2: You know, like something like that. Oh yeah, when she's
1: making out hardcore with the cameraman (laughs) at the wedding.
2: Yeah, I would have taken like a funny joke from the mom somewhere trying to like manipulate her or something. Yeah. And yet all of these, all
0: of these characters and things that we're talking about, but none of it is about Jess. No, because Jess has no discernible character characteristics or intrigue to her. We do not get a save the cat moment with her. We do not get like an emotional beat at the beginning of the movie by a third of the way into it, guys. I have it right here in my notes. Why should I care about this girl and her wants? All I'm given to her is that she wants something that her family says that she can't have, but the movie's not giving me any reason to want her to succeed. Right. You yeah. know, like she's a very, very bland character. Um, we do have a scene as, as Patrick was saying earlier in the locker room, whenever uh, right after the first locker room scene, She's in her shorts, but she doesn't want to go out in the field. She has a huge burn on her leg and the coach comes over talks to her about it. Uh, that scar and that story were written into the script uh because of uh, of uh, uh Parminder nagra who who plays Jess here. that's her real scar and that's how she really got it. And they thought that it was an interesting way of like not only having her, think that wearing shorts is weird because of her culture, but then also having this thing on top of it that makes it embarrassing yeah. as well to wear They shorts.
2: could have used that too to like shoehorn a little more of a sister relationship with her
1: actual sister in the movie. Yeah, because her sister doesn't seem to really care about her. No, like, she doesn't. Both- the moment no. that they have her like, sisters this... a rat bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: oh she's in the middle of getting married she's a little busy
0: she's a rat bitch dude yeah, the, no. the second the second she feels like she could turn on her sister to gain an advantage <laughs> in her own life
2: she does she it does. dude she's yeah. like
0: yeah. a rat okay?
1: yeah. no <laughs> she's there's a there's dirty, no filthy filthy real care, care. no <laughs> and then the and the rest of the time it's uh You're right. Fine. She's getting married. Cool. But using that as like an excuse to be uh, shallow and self-centered is is kind of terrible. Oh, it's terrible. It makes me it makes me hate the sister even more that she's like, you know, like like Mundo said, just throw her under the bus first chance she gets but thank god the mom's there and it's just like i have two deceitful daughters and she's just like you know what what did i do And your mom calls her out it's like great good good job mom yeah proud of
2: you yeah that was a good payoff because you knew the whole time like she probably was supposed to be with this guy from the get-go and it's like are we not going to talk about that okay (laughs) (laughs) Nope. but you know Um, a good a, a a mother like that doesn't come out and say it right she waits for the right time and then she hits yes. you hard with it. And yes, she did. Absolutely. She
0: did right. Yeah. 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 I feel yeah. Like that's, that's what how your mom you would really do, do. Sister, if you have information <laughs> on somebody, that's how you release it, right? Yeah. Like yeah. a freaking targeted missile drop. Yeah. Uh, they go on a little shopping spree by the I mean, Jess and Jules uh, to find new wedding shoes for uh, for Jess's sister's wedding. Uh, while out, they get a new pair of soccer cleats for Jess and they bring him home. Jess's mom is so excited to see her new shoes. So they rip open the one pair and it's the new wedding shoes. Everybody hates them. And so they're like, oh, okay, but that's okay. Cause there's another box here. They open it up and they're shock- soccer shoes. And cleat, the scene yeah. cuts away. I'm like, that was actually a conversation that I wanted to see. That's actually yeah. a moment that I thought would have tension. And it cuts away with no
1: fucking remorse. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no it, it was set up to have tension. Because yeah. they, when she comes home, she tries to go up to a room, and her sister, but the that's rat why bitch, you need that post-... grabs the bag and throws it over onto the couch for them to look at. That's
0: why you need that post-conversation, though. She yeah. she was fighting so hard. To, I mean, we're getting this conversation every 15 seconds in this movie anyways. What's another time?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's... uh. <sighs> But this this is still that – it's another example of the problem of just drive-by issues in this movie. Like yes. the one time that you – one of the times when you have a chance to really hammer this point home and at least get the mom's perspective on this because so far the mom has just been like, oh, you should be thinking about getting married. Your sister's getting married. You should think about – but that's all mom is. This would have been a great time to have mom see the cleats and then actually like talk to her daughter about it or yeah. Yeah. have dad go in depth about his cricket and that's experience. when you do it yeah that's when you do it yeah
0: that's when you do cuz he gets it. it yeah right he gets wanting to wanting to play something that he you know and being hurt by the thing that he loved doing the most he understands uh uh, we we fast forward and, and throughout this man, I'm just like, damn, jess's family is like the most forgiving people I've ever seen
1: in a movie. Oh, especially she for continuously a
0: traditional. Continuously lies to them and goes a traditional
1: religious family. And, yeah, they're incredibly forgiving. Yeah, they're like yeah, really stern forgiving. but forgiving. Yeah,
0: yeah, they'll they're gonna be mad, but they're fine. Like they're cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh we Ooh. we get a, a moment in Germany whenever the team's out. Uh, this is also whenever it hits me, I'm like 2001 question mark because like everybody has to have like this secret coded plan to sneak away from their parents, right? The plan is yeah. that Jess and her sister are telling the parents that they're staying at their cousin's place and that they're supposed to be calling each other at like certain times to like – coordinate being together and i was just like man that's a bygone era but now while in germany and out clubbing uh everybody's getting getting a little hammered and jules walks in to jess and and the captain uh whatever his name was the coach the coach
3: whatever (laughs) his name was
0: (laughs) joe joe yeah uh, jess and every, all the, main the characters way, hold in this on. movie have a, the letter j as their first name yeah there's just jules and joe right yeah
2: ridiculous <laughs> okay i want to stop here for a second because we haven't really talked about it i love jonathan rice myers and pretty much everything he he does because he's so, such a unique actor and does such different things uh this movie is a creepy role for him
0: it's really weird.
2: You know, it's it's not it's not not a winner, buddy.
0: <laughs> it's really weird.
2: Um, oh my he's God. done some incredible things. And his photo on
0: his photo on Wikipedia makes him look like an alien. Like is he like in his Henry VIII garb because that show was amazing? No, he's just like a dude
1: standing, but he looks weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm so looking yeah, it up right now
1: i I'm I'm just now thinking about this. Were they Were they drinking at? Well, they were out clubbing.
2: Yeah, I don't think she was. I don't think Jess was. She was no, she was because smoky. she was
1: stumbling whenever that she walked out of the club. Right. Dudes. Yeah, they're all
0: underage. She's like <laughs> they're no, no they're no, underage, no, 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 because Not you're, there. even for I the UK, allowed to, to
2: drink at sixteen.
1: Hold on, let's see. Hold on, UK. I don't know.
2: Yeah, check it in two thousand one. <laughs> so, I also want to kind of give an RIP for his career. Because he pretty much doesn't act anymore because he was a drunken and alcoholic. And nobody wants him to work with him. It's really sad. Because I did that like is, his stuff.
0: So hopefully, yeah. hopefully he he gets the
2: the help that he needs. Yeah, um, you you hate to see it, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like there's a few coming. He's done a lot of smaller things, but Jules is real
0: pissed off. So whenever they get back from Germany, they kind of have like a splitting off moment. Uh, However, they're still teammates, they're still going, and whenever Jess's father realizes that she snuck out again, and is going to play soccer again, he goes to, to bring her back home, but this time, actually sits in the stands and watches, and guys... His joy at watching—I yeah. Je- don't know if it's because it's been so strongly ham-fisted, so over the top with its writing and their performances and and the production overall—but when he starts smiling and clapping towards Jess scoring a goal, this movie has turned around for me.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It what reminded happened. me of Miss Marvel.
0: I don't know what happened. But the it won me over, mm-hmm. and from here on out, I have a pretty good time with this movie. This is that moment as well. Uh, whenever Jess gets mocked, being called a packy, as as Temin said earlier, but her father actually walks in to to her and Joe hugging because she's crying so much. I actually thought it would have been more powerful to have Jess's father like come in earlier and have Jess run to him and, and they had had
1: to set it up for a love interest.
0: Yeah. Which I'll get into it later, but that's the wrong love interest to have here.
1: (laughs) Well, who is the other love interest? The best friend, the one who's maker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jules.
1: No. Her and Jules should
0: be together. No, that would have been so Not in the early 2000s, though.
2: buddy. If they had made Oh, that I know that. Today, but oh, yeah. they'd be together. <laughs> if
0: this movie came out in 2023, they'd be together.
1: That, oh, yes. they, would, be they would have. Thing. But then, they, but then the, I still would have to look at that and be like, boy, shoehorned that relationship too. Oh, for See, sure. All There's no is, relationship here that isn't shoehorned. <laughs> there yeah. shouldn't be any relationships in here. That's my problem. Like, they, this was a fun, like, She's breaking away from this. She's learning to balance her family life with modern life. Like that's what you could have been doing. But instead they had the weird coach be like, oh, well, you know, according to the league rules, I'm not allowed to pursue or date anyone that I'm, you know, coaching, especially because you're all underage. (laughs) (laughs) And then it quickly turns into. That packy chick, though, let me tell you. (laughs) Love her. Uh, I do love her.
0: Now uh, is like the low time in the movie, right? Everybody's solid, but they're still winning games. Uh, This is also whenever it's coming to my favorite part of the movie where Jess uh, is having a pretty, you know, uh, intimate conversation with her best friend, Tony. And Jess is talking about how she has to like live this double life, this, you know, soccer and then lying to her family about it. And she doesn't feel like she can uh, really be her true self and that her family won't accept him. Uh, and then she just wants to be like Beckham because she really likes Beckham as a soccer player. And Tony replies that he likes Beckham too. And she's like, yeah, he's really great. Everybody likes him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no. I really like Beckham and <laughs> no, I thought, you don't get it. <laughs> I thought that was such a great moment.
1: Disagree.
2: Yeah.
0: It well it opens up Jess. Like it opens up it opens up the idea of what Jess is doing to her own family. And the next thing you know, she's now neglecting going to soccer because of this conversation, because she wants to make her family proud like Tony wants to make his family proud. Like this is a this is this is this is a good conversation. It's good. Like, and it's think about it, right? <sighs> it's it's riddled with subtext. Somebody who doesn't know anything could just be like, oh, he really likes he just he just likes Beckham right but like yeah. it's good this is good and it and it leads to to the more important things happening later on in the movie it set things up this is the subtlety that this movie needed
2: yeah and Timmons right. before you go yeah, yeah, I'll go make ahead. one more positive point and then I want to hear your negatives okay, okay. Yeah. this also puts in Jess's mind okay fine she wants to play soccer and isn't interested in getting married at the moment right or wants to get married for love let's say That versus this guy going back to his Indian family saying he wants to marry a man. That's way worse. Oh yeah. That is like a thousand times worse. And I think it puts our problem in perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. What is actually going on?
0: It's definitely one of those things that's like, oh, well, you know, you'd really never know. Even your best friends, you really never know what's going on in their life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So my disagreement is this is that I wouldn't say that that moment is or that that scene is good. I would simply say that it's not bad because everything we'll you it. guys said is right and I agree with it and it is an important scene. But again, my problem is they needed something to just be a catalyst for Jess. So they used her best friend being in the closet as that for her. And it's a very, uh, it's selfish, I would say. It's like, you're right. She she sees it. She's like, oh, this is now my my problems are now in way more perspective, you know. But it's God. I I wish that they did something else. And again, this it to me it adds on to that list of just like oh, drive by problem, drive by issue. Like oh, still
2: yes. I why agree. like yeah.
1: um- <laughs> this is this is this is his big reveal, and it's a character that we've seen probably like five or six Another times. Another
0: thing, this character should be way more in the movie.
1: Right. Yeah. But I i already don't. I'm just like, oh, it's his, it's, you know, they're besties. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. And then to just, they have a reveal. But that reveal is solely for Jess, not for him, not for the audience members to be like, I oh, agree. he's going through this. It's like right now while we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, no, yeah, this is a bit of a bigger reveal than what it is. But in the moment, I'm just like, cool. Who cares? Right. <laughs> you yeah. make a great point. It's, yeah. So it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah. That's my problem. That's why I'm saying yeah. it's not good. I will say it's not bad, but I cannot go all the way to be like, it's good. It's
0: This movie does not have like really good writing throughout it.
1: No, not at all. That's uh-huh. That's the biggest thing that hampers this movie. This movie would be so much better if you had people that actually sat down and said, okay, so how do we want to work this dialogue? How do we want to work these characters? Because right now, all the characters involved merely revolve around Jess and if we've gone through the first half of the movie not really like getting a feel for Jess like we don't really know the character we just kind of get glimpses of her and her whole character is just that she likes soccer right that's it but yeah. it's hard that's for what me I to mean. care about this yeah stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: that's what I mean whenever I say like you're never we, we don't really have a reason to root for her
1: yeah, yeah. so when I get a reveal so... like this it's like I, well I already and I root for her just because she's the main character. I have to for that reason. But it's like, eh, okay.
0: Vanilla, you had something you wanted to
1: say?
2: Yeah, so I was going to give something in contrast. And yeah. I wanted to check. So, Timmons, how much of Ted Lasso have you seen? None. None. Do you care if I spoil? <laughs> I won't give names, but do you care if I spoil, like, a scene that happens?
1: Guys, listen, I- I'll take this as as from now on you do not have to ask my permission to spoil things that are out if i haven't watched it and if i haven't seen it that's on me so go ahead and spoil away so names and all there's a if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast uh you don't get spoiler warnings you're here for spoiler
2: warnings. they know that here yeah that's good they should at least my god yeah by this point we'll spoil a thing that came out two days ago (laughs) well no i yeah yeah right um so there's a character named Colin in mm-hmm. the show. He's in there from the very beginning, right? And we're on season three already. Okay. And throughout all of the seasons, specifically one joke that we talked about in our review, which was one of my favorite little like, moments that if you catch it, it works. There's a joke in there where this girl starts a dating app called Banter, B-A-N-T-R. That's how it's spelled. So this Colin guy makes a joke that... Largely goes unnoticed, but he goes, oh, it's kind of like Tinder. And then he just shuts up because he realizes that, like, (laughs) nobody else understands what he just admitted out loud. Um, But it never comes up again. But as the shows go, like, more and more are shown. And then it turns out that one of the investigative characters on the show, who is a reporter, former reporter, now works with the team, starts picking up on it, right? Yeah. And there's this really great episode episode where he follows him into town into a gay bar and they have a really nice conversation and talk about what a double life is and how he had to live it when he was younger and all this stuff and it's oh my god i cried (laughs) it was so good you
0: might be thinking oh well it's a tv show it has the ability to stretch that out over this is a plot line that is in maybe three or four episodes like yeah and it's by percentage like a tiny joke. by percentage yeah. it's probably the same amount of percent that tony is in this movie yeah and yeah. something else that i just want to say uh, overall i mean that's a great point patrick that's how you do something yeah. like that yeah um, we we keep on talking about like the ham-fistedness of this movie this movie also could have made him flamboyant. It could have made him have a high-pitched voice. Could like, have. It could have made him talk with his hands and flutter and be obsessed with flowers and whatever gay stereotype was going around in 2001. But it doesn't. That's another reason why I think this this works. This works as as something here. Is it I'll, as good as it could yeah. be? No, but it's better than
1: the racial profiling that we're getting in this movie. Oh, I, God, I would, yeah. <laughs> I would say – well, I agree with your point. I would also say, though, that they're not going to be – because he's still living with his family. They're not going to be able to throw gay stereotypes on top of a character be, like that because he's still – all. so all the um, all the Indian characters in here right now are – all seek they're all traditional so they yeah. that's the that's what you have to deal with uh from a cultural aspect for all of the characters so you're not going to get the flamboyant you're not going to get the you know wears pink and you're not
0: going to get know, it around flowers. his family but he doesn't even exude that whenever they're in private is my point. right
1: you know and it's like... um that's part but of that, that's like
0: a second of three masks for him is whenever they're together and then there's yeah. like his mask with his family then there's himself like his real self
1: his real sure. gay. Yeah. But self. I but I'm also but I'm also okay with that because uh <laughs> because I I would say that and I'm I'm speaking on uh, coming from like traditionalist background uh is you kind of hold on to that like that inner mask is regardless of how you like feel about whatever your identity is how you present it is is going to be uh held back to a degree by the way that you understand how you are supposed to be living you still have those expectations on yourself right yeah. so he's going to be gay but even in, in like private with Jess who is also uh from a traditional family I don't think the flamboyant... I, actually, I'd be offended and upset if he was flamboyant around her, because then that's just kind of like a, I okay, mean, now we there, all get it. Right? Is there anything yeah.
0: more 2001 also, than having the a flamboyant gay man in your movie?
1: Right. And um, also, would, it would also take away <laughs> the from... The producers? <laughs> it would also we'll take away rest. from the... Um, oh, yeah. But it would take away from that reveal, too. That reveal of, like, I also like Beckham because at that point it's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. You like more than just Beckham. You like the entire team. Okay. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh So now yeah. we have the, everything coming together. We have them going to the finals of their uh, soccer league where there's going to be an American scout scouting for uh, the United States women's soccer team, but as well, We're having, by the way, her sister's name
2: is Pinky. You know, that made me mad. So (laughs) So, I want to make a comment on that. What you just said, this is an interesting time in soccer because it does talk about that issue of U S soccer and like women's soccer overall, which I do find interesting because it wasn't like, except for team USA and like Canada and like major countries most countries weren't paying for a women's soccer team. Yeah. The United like, States was the first to pay yeah, like, professionally for soccer. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciate the messages they're sending there saying, like, well, if we want to play professional soccer, we have to go to America. Yeah, the rest of the world wasn't accepted. Just so funny that like even once again they pushed it real hard.
0: (laughs) It's so funny to me that like even modern movies set in Britain, people are like, "Oh, I could have a better life in America." Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like this is so funny to me. (laughs) Um, So the the Rock Flag and Eagle Boys. (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) game and the wedding are on the same day. I actually really liked. How you know her father specifically asked for the wedding date to be on the game day? I thought that was a really clever way of setting them against each other.
1: Yeah. Wait. Uh, wait so how'd you phrase that again?
0: So he sets the wedding date on the same day that the final game would be on purpose, okay. so she could not, not go to the finals no matter what.
1: He he doesn't do that with that kind of intent though oh because... he
0: 100 does he fights for he's oh on the i phone. don't think
1: so no no I'm
2: no
0: guys listen 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 he's on the phone and he asks for the 25th of may or whatever that the date of the finals is right he he found out he heard what day that the finals are on so he calls in and he asks for that date on the wedding venue and then whenever his daughter says we need a little bit more time. He turns and he says, "This is the only date they have available, right?" So first he asks well, that from he's cancelation,
2: huh? From a cancellation no dude no he nothing. says it was a cancellation it's he says that to get, he
0: says that he says that it's the only date they have available so that way so that way jess cannot go to the
2: soccer finals i'll push back with you on that one because at no point in this movie did i find him untrustworthy
0: are you kidding me that's the whole thing they have like a stare off about it even Jess says father you can't do that that's the day of the big game she tells him that in that conversation. She tells no, him no, in that room.
1: Yeah, I know, but it's he it's, does that on purpose. He sets up the date. Yeah, but the uh, while he's on the phone, he says the you know, the next available one isn't until five months. And and Patrick's right. Throughout this entire movie, hold on, hold on. throughout this entire movie, he doesn't do anything that's really underhanded. He's certainly not deceitful. He goes you know, to the and-
2: game without her knowing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, he, you're cares. Right.
0: he does go to the game without her knowing. And then it's at that game where he sees her being berated, where he sees her hugging his person that she's not supposed to hug in short shorts that he's like, Oh, soccer really is the devil. Now I have the ability to stop her from going to the big <sighs> game. People remember Man. when I
2: texted the group and said, this is going to be one of the times when opinions can be wrong is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. That's what's happening here. You
0: <laughs> I, guys, you guys are completely wrong about this. Watch. I don't know. That Moon, I'm,
1: I'm curious. Did we watch the same movie?
0: This time we did. You <laughs> guys just didn't think that's too like Beckham's. <laughs> How could you not see that?
2: No, I just, I think you're wrong.
0: I'm not. I, he sets up. He calls in, and there's one date that he asks for.
2: Yeah, kay? he also asks if there's any other dates. He's doing that as a cover, guys.
0: No. You're giving
2: him way too much credit. No, I'm character. not,
0: dude. <laughs> yes, no, I'm are. not. He's he's way more, he has way more wherewithal than you guys are, are You guys are underestimating this man. The number one thing throughout the movie, what does he not want Jess to do? Play soccer. Now she no, has that's this, the
2: mom.
1: No, he's, he's like on that train ones. too. He no, is be, on that train too. No, disagree. Because How? at the very because at the very beginning, no. right? At the start of the movie, and this, and I'm looking We're at this. We're not talking this
0: is, about the start of the movie. get this point in the on on. movie. By this point in the movie. No, 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 no. By I this point in hey, the hey, movie. Hey,
2: you I have you to set up are the one the with dad the off here. opinion. Let Timmons yeah talk.
3: Yeah, no. okay. So
2: at this start, point in the no, movie, why he saying- has been
0: betrayed <laughs> by his daughters, both of them. They've lied so many times about going to this soccer game. He needs an excuse to prevent his daughter from going to the game at any cost. And he knows that she will not skip out on her sister's wedding. So the only way to prevent that is by getting the wedding date on the same day
2: as the game. Listen, we'll and never agree on that. That's what he this. does. It's
1: okay. fine. Okay, but he, I'm going. I, I'm where I'm starting from. I'm starting from because we have to talk about the dad's character because this is where the disagreement, like the core of our disagreement, is at right now. Right. Yes. So at yep. the very beginning, it's it's Jess's mom that's wholly against her playing soccer. Her dad doesn't really care. Does not have an issue he doesn't really have an issue with it until the mom starts making it his problem. In fact, I even write, (laughs) I like how both daughters want to play soccer. Both mothers don't approve, and the fathers are the familial contrast because Jules' dad is 100% on board, right? They've got a freaking goal in the back. He's playing with her. You know, he's doing all these things to set her up, right? Whereas uh, Jess's dad is not outright he's like oh you shouldn't be playing you know oh you should be doing this you should be staying at home with your mom and learning how to do these like housewife duties he doesn't care he doesn't necessarily outright support it but he doesn't see a problem with it he has no real issue with her doing that but he, he does doesn't ever whenever... hold on go on go on Go so on. so
2: it, he's so it's heated after... right now i love it <laughs> because you
0: guys missed an entire huge plot point to this
1: movie you missed an entire huge plot point. I let Tim and finish. Yeah. So, so you're you're right because it does start become his problem when the wife makes it his problem. Yeah, you know, she does the because she starts doing the whole and you know, she
0: starts her- lying to them and she repeatedly lies to them and she does it over and over again. Whenever whenever he she's in Germany, he's the one that becomes suspicious that she's not with their cousin. Whenever, like, he goes to the soccer game to get her and only stays because she sees that they're good, but then turns on it whenever she gets ridiculed and whenever she starts touching a, a, a white man. He sees it as the same thing happening to him, and he's trying to
1: prevent her pain at all costs. Right, but that that's not what's happening, I don't think. I, because I, I think you overread he, it yeah there's I, no I way think... there's
0: a lingering camera shot whenever they're like staring daggers at yes. each yes he never no, they're says not, anything they're not about staring daggers
1: at no point in that no the camera is is yes, her being are. like no, because her her how do at you guys father. not see this because i watched it with all four of my eyes how at did no you point miss in it. this Look,
2: movie where they mean she like looks, that
1: looks yeah, yeah hold on <laughs> so she looks at him
2: Like it says,
0: father. That's the date of the game. Tells him that. Yes. So he could have changed it right there if he wanted to. The sister was going
2: to get the wedding date she wanted. Yeah, the sister. She didn't want that wedding date either. (laughs) No, the mom didn't.
1: No, they both didn't. They both uh, immediately they said they didn't want it because it seemed like it was really soon.
2: Yes. So he because that's the
0: date of the soccer game.
1: Right. The. No, 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 no. I'm saying the, the mom and the, the sister. Yes! Hold on, hold on. Jess didn't want that because it's the day of the soccer game. The mom and the sister don't give a shit about soccer. But the, but the, but the, the, so the dad checks what's the next available date. Five months. The sister's the one who says, oh, I don't want to wait that long. So then they put it on the 25th. He apologizes to thank his you, daughter. Timmy. I don't think that he actually sat there and was just like, I, fine. I'll, I'll consider. He got person. on the phone hold on, hold on. as
0: soon as he came home. From and, and the and the wedding
2: proposal, the wife told him to,
1: yeah. He,
0: he got he, right on the he, phone and, and didn't the say, wife oh, shit, No, 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 he did not ask the person on the phone, What days do you have available? Ah. He does not ask them that. That's fine, but what I've no, it is whenever oh, you ask for a oh specific God. date that he knows and he's told in real time that his daughter has a big game on that's being that's him
1: engineering that she cannot go to the game i'm i'm saying that that moment that's fine i'm saying everything else around that scene outside of that singular are you free for may 25th fine i said that that's the point i concede but the the part that happens after that right what's your next available date you know uh what's you know jess and him making eye contact they're not staring daggers this is no, no, no. She's not looking at him like "fuck you, dad." No, she's looking at him like "dad, please." Like this is important to me. I'm your. It's it's a it's a. I'm your daughter too. Please help me out. Like this you is. You are explaining my point right now. No. <laughs>
2: No, no, because your I'm not intent is so here. different from what Timmons is explaining yeah.
1: here. And the dad looks back. <laughs> you are proving he, my point that he's no, doing this on purpose. No, because when the dad looks, uh, and again, I said I conceded the asking for the 25th. I conceded that point, but I'm saying everything else in that scene. He apologizes back to her. He even looks back at her as just like, "I'm sorry." That's but your family's. No, oh,
0: that is not, not that look. Yes, it is. Yeah, look is that look is I got you.
2: No. No it is not. Yes it is. No. No. Yes it and is. This, is, this, this is movie listen no no we no, no, all no disagree. I, okay, yeah, yeah. we disagree. Let this let me, movie me, I want to this, movie's say this one writing point. has I been say so poor
0: <laughs> that it tricked you guys into thinking that it couldn't pull off something this clever. No. <laughs>
3: If they no.
0: could, or am i searching for something deeper because i want you, you to are searching something for something deeper something
1: deeper and i'm not even faulting you for that because no. The, yeah no and i, I would have i would i thought
2: the same thing at first too and then i sat back and thought about it and i was like no, yeah. no, no he was just being you did bad. not think that. that yes i the, did the, the, hold on because no, neither of you did
0: you're both out of order <laughs> <laughs> i am order <laughs>
1: The, no the, listen, the, the point that I just wanted to make is that the dad's character has not really been there to hamper Jess. He's not concerned at all. and he's watching over her. But anytime he does something that goes against Jess's like wants for playing soccer, it's usually at behest of the mom. The mom's the one who's pushing it, you know. He sees their picture in the paper, and that's what leads him to go to the game. And but he doesn't it, tell
2: the mom about it.
1: No, he could have, because she was right there, and that picture's big, front page. The mom could have seen that. He hides it. He pulls it back away from her, you know, and then he goes without telling the mom. If he actually wanted to hamper Jess, if he actually wanted to stop her – and again, I said the only reason why I agree with that, like he asked for the 25th because he's concerned about Jess and doesn't want her to go is because of everything else that happened in the immediate uh, scene before that at Germany – with, you know, being called a packy and then hugging, in the uh, two
0: different games, but I see your point. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like that, that's why he asks for the 25th. Right. But that's yes. also why I'm saying like, he doesn't, it, it's not daggers at each other. It's dad. This is important to me. What's, you know, all right. 25th is, is kind of soon. You're right. Your mom and your sister are right. What's your next date? Five months away. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> okay. The 25th take it and then she goes dad no and he's like i'm sorry but your family needs you i don't think that he would have just said because i also don't have any reason to think this from any way that character has been written that he's going to be the person who says you know oh well your family needs you wag the finger your family that's the subtext not-
0: that no the- that's oh, not the subtext good yes it is. it is
1: Yes it I'm is. I'm gonna rewatch it
2: later. Yes, it I'll is. You guys are again. you
0: guys have no idea what you're talking about? No, Let's move no past, past it. You're Ugh. wrong. It's fine. Opinions are I'm wrong. not wrong here. <laughs> I mean, Timmons no. even just admitted that he that he did say that date to prevent
1: the daughter from going. I, I said I conceded that point. I've said it. Yes, so that's I've my point.
0: I said That is all my point is. No, if no, your engineered point was this wedding. That?
1: No, if it was it engineered was the wedding and the to be daggers, on the same date. It was the daggers, daggers and the phone call. and no, Yes. I gave you that's one That's all point. an act. I gave you. It's not an act. It is an act. He... He, it is, he must out? have been a good actor. Oh. He
2: got you.
0: Yeah. It is an act,
2: dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Then why wouldn't he ask his daughter what day, how long she wants until the, the wedding?
1: I already why did didn't he ask that, her I, then? No, I already agreed with you on that point. I'm saying out of your list of bullet points, one point I think you're right on. I think all the other bullet points you have there are just you trying to be like, ha-ha, this character. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, anyway, way. This the, the, the character. wedding's
2: happening the same day as the final. We're moving on because it, it was engineered all that opinions. way on
3: purpose
0: because of the dad <laughs> it was engineered sure, that way purpose. that's what on you want to purpose. go with
2: yep, yep. because yep. of the dad nope. you're right you're right I'm i know about i know that. i'm right I'm, I'm i
1: know, right. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I know about, I'm right i'm going to write this podcast a strongly worded letter later <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we get what, what we need to do is we need to get uh, garender chada's like instagram or twitter and ask her <laughs>
1: <laughs> so hey oh so my when God, you wrote awesome. the dad did he try to undermine his daughter did he yeah. try to undermine just the entire time of that scene or was it just that first date that he was talking about asking for a friend literally so
0: something that <laughs> i thought was really interesting is is Chada actually brought in uh her family and other traditional uh sikh members of of britain to act in this wedding and they were like super about it they like treated it as like an actual wedding that's why it seems like it's popping the fuck off this just seems like a great time (laughs) yeah right and while there tony goes up tony will not give up right and tells her that hey we can go right now yada 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 uh if you want Ah, uh, the dad comes in and he tells her that she looks like she's at a funeral, and that if this is the only way that she could smile for her sister, then he'll let her go. Uh, and so they go. And now we're at the 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 game, the Harry Harriers. Oh,
1: man, the dad let her go. Yeah. Boy. He really orchestrated her. Yes, oh,
0: because the day before, oh, her coach dropped yeah. by and weird. told him that she's the best soccer player he, he's ever seen. God, it's, it's crazy. This guy has say,
1: layers. He's like an it's, onion. It's the weirdest thing. Okay. This guy. I look at orchestrated look at, her not going Jess, this he's game like, look so at, hard. I look at Jesse's dad. That easily.
0: I look at Jesse's man. dad and I look at Shrek. <laughs> and I see onions. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Man, he wanted her to not go to the game so bad. That I'm not he saying her his go to the game.
0: Consistent. Otherwise I'm I saying that, that he orchestrated we the wedding.
1: It on
2: our tweet,
0: <laughs> I can't believe you guys
2: didn't get that. I we can't believe this. it's We're not moving butter. On. <laughs> You guys didn't get it. I'm done. I'm done with this topic. We're moving on. Okay. <laughs> She's allowed to go to the game now. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. She is. After yeah. being dad,
0: purposely dad her... orchestrated to not go to the game, though. Yes, because you're and the her inconsistent <laughs> because and the dad, fallible father. The dad
1: purposely let her go because he supports her. He's How a fallible
0: great. man. We are all human. We all have the capability to be hypocrites.
1: Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. And he hypocritically <laughs> sure. let her go.
0: <laughs> uh and they go, they whoop ass. They meet the scout that offers both of them a spot for uh, academic soccer at Santa Clara University in California. Uh, Here we go again. They hug and they kiss. And this is Jess's mom's or (laughs) Jules's mom's big freak out about her daughter being a That's her
2: biggest fear in life for some reason. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, This is like the most embarrassing scene of the movie whenever they roll up and Jules' mom runs out of the car and like attacks jess pretty much
1: my favorite (laughs) line out of this i was like that's the most
0: cared thing i think i've ever seen
1: my favorite line out of this whole movie comes from this scene when it pans down to jess's feet because the camera guy just knew that that's what the audience wanted and then (laughs) jules's mom goes get your lesbian feet out of my shoes
2: (laughs) Oh, see, mine was the, the grandmother or something when she says. Yeah, she's
1: like, she, 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 is she Lebanese? I don't think she's <laughs> I thought she oh. was Pisces.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Good I'm stuff. now,
1: any any gay female friends I have, I'm now going to just tell them to get their lesbian feet out of whatever <laughs> they're wearing yeah. from now on when I'm mad at them.
2: <laughs> then you and get a anyone- nice little <laughs> scene in the car, right, with Jess and her sister kind of talking. It's another drive-by conversation, though, like (sighs) Kevin says, right? It's a five-second like, but I don't want to be like you, big sister. And then the scene's just over. You're like, okay.
0: (laughs) Throughout it, they love sprinkling in. They love sprinkling (sighs) in. Parents won't let me bring a white boy home, which is very fun, too. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only – that's the uh, only one that, like, has a little bit of a payoff, right?
1: I, I like yeah. – no, that seems cool, though, because they actually go down the hierarchy. They're like, white, no. Black, certainly not. Muslim, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Because <like>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's real. Like, Yeah, for sure. If, yeah. If, if for sure. if Muslims and Hindus do not get along at all, so she brings home a Muslim boy, that color don't matter. They're like, nah, no siree. No genocide in my family. That's how they look at it. That's pretty wild. I'm glad that they put that in there, though. I like seeing that they had the hierarchy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, At the after party, Tony uh, uh, says that he he and Jess want to get married. But the stipulation is that she can go to school wherever she wants. She should just take this.
2: (laughs) You know, like this was a win. But then she doesn't fully grow as a character. That's true.
0: No, <laughs> so she goes up there and she gives the most I guess like it's a heartfelt speech but it's also just like everything else in this movie really poorly written.
1: <laughs> right. Do you, do you want to know yeah. what my problem is with her with her little speech? Yeah. It's about yeah. not lying and that's directed towards Tony, a character that I still don't really care about because he's not really there. So his reveal <laughs> yep. to Jess about being gay comes full circle out of nowhere when she's like and i'm okay with not lying anymore
0: (laughs) yeah he should have like popped his head right over her shoulder and said
1: and i'm gay (laughs) yeah (laughs) no (laughs) No, and the movie there and i'm gay (laughs) so uh
0: Jess's father will have none of it because he's a changing, rotating character, a three-dimensional being on a two-dimensional screen that yeah, has real wants and man. needs and finally understands that uh, football might football not... Is life. He realizes, Patrick, <laughs> football is life. Go, Danny. Football is sometimes death yes but football is mostly life and so he yep. lets jess go so jess and jules are leaving for america where i was like what the fuck like david beckham walks past them in like an hour oh, time now no
2: you're skipping over the funniest part of the whole scene whatever i'm gonna say this like, i didn't find this movie like particularly funny at all well no i'm not saying it's not funny because they meant it to be. But whoever was like, oh yeah, Jonathan Rice Myers' run is good. Oh they my God, yes, fired. dude. Oh my <laughs> God. So Jonathan
0: Rice Myers runs up to Jess with the like loppiest, noodliest T Rex arms you could possibly
2: have. Dude, It was Nicolas Cage, like, end of National Treasure one level. Dude, back.
0: it was, think of how, <laughs> think of how. Like Forrest gump runs, and then imagine his arms are like long, like pool noodles. Yeah. Like that's
1: how he ran. Yeah.
0: It's so bizarre. Give him a break. His, his knee was, was bad. so bizarre.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. The bad knee. Nothing yeah. else.
2: So good.
0: You're right. That was a fucking hilarious thing to yeah. see in
2: this movie. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, David also- Beckham.
1: So go ahead. Yeah, David, David Beckham
0: walks above them on an arcway, and I'm like, this whole movie's named after this guy that appears for 20 seconds in it. Like, that's how big
1: he was. was. Yeah,
2: I
0: somebody it's, I need. They to could know, only afford
1: him for 20 seconds. Honestly, Dave, I need I need to
0: to know know more than anyone how else. How much of this movie's 5.6 million dollars went to him?
2: Probably <laughs> a half of it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You want to know why the writing was bad? Most of the money went to David Beckham. That's why. (laughs) They didn't have enough (laughs) money for writers.
2: Oh, look
0: at this. I also see that David Beckham was one of the writers here. (laughs) (laughs) How can we justify this in our budget?
1: David Beckham, writer. (laughs)
0: Uh, They leave, they go through the gate, and this right here, gentlemen, full circle. This right here is what cued me into this movie being made in 2001 for sure okay. because of how easily they made it through an airport. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, it's clearly <laughs> it's clearly pre 9-11. <laughs>
0: they just walked up and gave them tickets and went on their merry way, baby. <laughs> yeah. You can't even have people without tickets go up to the gate anymore.
1: Nope.
0: Yep. You know, and so as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, I know when this movie was made. This is
2: now 100% pre 9-11 movie. I have the page up so we can see as much as we've kind of talked about it as a poor movie. For what this movie was made for, worldwide, they almost made $77 million. Yeah, I was going to get into that. You know what? Yeah, Yeah. this movie movie (laughs) was a hit.
1: Before yeah. Hold on. Before we get into the finances, I I just want to talk about that last scene. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, <the> f- <sighs> that shoehorned romance kills me because he terrible. shows up to the airport in front of Jules, <laughs> who has loved him through the entire movie, and Jess's family, who we already know is not What's going to like for being Jules with Jules and light Joe,
0: light. Joe ending up together.
1: Right. I don't know what the problem is. Aside I don't know from either. He just didn't. That that was not the seventeen-year-old for him. Apparently, you know um, she's ten years older than Kira Knightley. Is she really? Yes. Good for her. So, wow. um, well, so that's more age-appropriate for real. Yeah, right. That's so what they had to do it legally. Starts, They're like,
2: well, he can't end up with Jules. It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, sorry, David. No, to it's get fine.
1: If Hilary Duff was able to get some on-screen action when she was fourteen, I don't know why this was like that much of an issue. Cry, but like, so he starts Jesus. kissing her in the airport in front of the girl that's liked him all movie and the family that's probably not going to accept him because of the color of his skin. Crazy, I know. Oh, but you'd be wrong. Wait, wait. <laughs> and then they say, then after, as they're kissing, David Beckham makes his entrance and they're like, oh, it must be a sign. And then they start kissing in the most awkward, intimate way possible. That's in front of her traditional family. Well, and they're like, hold on, they're nosing each other. And he's like rubbing his arms over dude, her face. You're and like then they start making out. You're like
0: missing like, the worst part of it is that her family doesn't see it because they're looking at David Becker. Yeah. The camera pans back. <laughs> and nobody's looking at Jess and Joe because their family that hates soccer <laughs> is
2: completely distracted by a man they probably don't even know. Oh my God. You make a good point there. That's a really good point.
1: The most they know her is the freaking posters and pictures in their daughter's room. That's (laughs) So because
0: of that, she could sneakily kiss this hoochie man behind them. (laughs) What a fucking, what a bogus thing.
1: Yeah. No, that killed me. Anyways.
0: Bogus bogus thing.
1: Tell me about how much this terrible movie made. I want to hear how successful it was because I'm so happy for it hugely really successful yes i know (laughs) as i've heard
0: (laughs) tell me more uh well i guess we'll uh, uh, i'll actually start with kicking and screaming um kicking and screaming was made for 45 million dollars how the fuck
2: that movie had a 45 million 45
1: million is way way beyond me
2: stop i'm telling you just the one we just did evil the last evil dead was only 19 at the highest at yeah. the highest and that was incredible
0: value. And the box office of Kicking and Screaming was 56 million. That is not a success. It need it would need to no. make about 70 million to be a success. Uh unlike this movie 5.6 million dollars raked in 76.6 million dollars. This made about like, you know, seven times what it budge- what its overall budget was with uh with marketing like this was a huge success yeah um i think to this day it might still be the highest grossing soccer movie that's ever been released like by percentage no i mean money oh okay i like i don't think there's another Soccer movie that's made more than seventy six million dollars.
1: That's wild. Yeah,
2: okay. I guess U.S.
1: made. Especially yeah. when you consider, by comparison, that kicking and screaming the nineteen ninety five hit film was budgeted at one point <laughs> three million dollars and only box office seven hundred eighteen thousand four hundred ninety dollars.
2: <laughs> oh, it's <that's> terrible.
1: <laughs> so they, bad. They barely made half of what they spend on that movie. Awesome. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: also, Bend It Like Beckham uh, in on December 26, 2010 uh, was actually the first Western-made film that would be broadcast in North Korea.
1: Really? <laughs> I'm telling the you, there's so much information about the movie that's so the, weird. The, 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 tell you what, the Kims they know they're Beckham they love their they Beckham. love sports apparently <laughs> they love western sports yeah
0: how about yeah. it yeah absolutely and uh <laughs> you know the whole thing is that they want to go to the United States to to play for the women's soccer team because we're <laughs> guys Later on that year, the women's soccer fucking thing, the WUSA disbanded, citing financial problems. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) We're not laughing like that. It's fine. Disbanded (laughs) September
0: 18th. Women suck. They can't do it. When your WWE (laughs) champion was Brock Lesnar, but it has returned.
2: Uh, As I'm glad
0: uh, November 21st, 2012, it returned when CM Punk was your WWE champion. And as of next year, we'll have 14
2: teams. Good. Yeah. So they're only about 20 years off. Well, it's, it's one of those things, right? It's the argument that the team USA always have. We don't get paid as much, but then the ad money's not there to be paying them that much so yeah you can't put your business negative to make three people happy with a big contract right. for sure it just doesn't make sense so i get why it would have that trouble i really do because they were trying to get it off the ground essentially and they just couldn't so,
0: and yeah. of course it should be noted that in 2015 a musical bend it like beckham the musical stopped
1: Came Get out, out
0: of here. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> which won the 2015 Critics Choice Critics Circle Theater Award for Best Musical. Sure, whatever. <laughs> I just knew Tony. you would want to hear that.
2: Yeah, there. yeah, it's not a Tony, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, it isn't. No,
2: it isn't, guys. This well, movie was such a
0: Headache, and honestly, maybe one of my favorite film discussions ever. I might at some point just cut out the Bendit like Beckham conversation <laughs> and release it as its own thing.
2: <laughs> Do it in two parts. Hells yeah. <laughs> because that was amazing. <laughs> this
0: movie has had probably the most heated debate that we've had as of yet on this podcast
2: when he when he goes (laughs) off like that i just shut up and let him go because i don't so much more
1: fun (laughs) i don't i'm a fighter i'm a pioneer yeah Yeah. i make big things go fast
0: (laughs) (laughs) classic uh this movie does not Nearly the the notes that it needs to hit, or that it's even trying to hit, the front half of it is not that interesting. That only becomes the characters win me over. I'm I've said it before: the characters here win me over. They're charming. They're they're nice to be around. They're not particularly well written, but like with the the cast, everybody in this movie is a is a good actor in it. There's not yeah. a, a bad. I don't. I don't think there's a bad performance in this movie. So it's. I think it's one of those things that sometimes a poor script can be made better by good actors. Yeah, yeah. And so I think i give you that. Yeah. Here, I think that's why this movie ended up winning me over by the time that. You know, we get to it and they're heading off to America. I'm smiling. I'm happy that I watched this. I don't see it as a waste of time. I probably will never watch this again. Um, that's all I can say. 70 out of 100.
1: Yeah.
2: Vanilla Very. Bear, what about you? I'll go like a 73. 73 sounds, right? Yeah. Very easy. Uh, polar Bear?
1: You know, oddly enough, 74.
0: <laughs> okay i was i was
1: i actually quite enjoyed the film like yeah as shallow and as empty yeah. as the characters were throughout half the film and as meaningless as they could have been half the time it was no it was good it was entertaining
2: the last half, really half of the movie, weird saves movie. Saves it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the last half
1: saves it a lot yeah, yeah it it's really a really does. weird
0: movie because like i can't really tell you why i enjoyed it but i just did
1: yeah <laughs> I, I give it a chiropractic recommendation out of a hundred uh, for the last half of the film, because it really carried the first half. <laughs>
3: yeah. You, you
1: it's can a say way to put it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, before we get on to our episode ending questions, we just want to let everybody know to email us at forestfilmclub22 at gmail.com. That's where you can come into contact with us. Send us Things to watch. Send us movies to watch. Send us. Think of the most. Think of, you know, we like doing these childhood movies here, right? What is your childhood movie? Send it to us. What was your favorite? No matter how poorly it's aged. (laughs) What was your favorite part of the fun,
1: right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Send it to us. Watch me get heated over the most minute detail (laughs) you've ever
3: heard. (laughs)
0: and and it'll be great i'd love to hear from you guys and you could also follow us at forest film club on twitter uh we're definitely going to find miss chana's twitter
2: and get a definitive answer to this
1: oh my god yes
2: (laughs) yeah i found it we're good awesome (laughs) yeah
0: yeah so follow us Uh, we're we're gonna have a follow-up on this uh so thank you very much for listening and now We have our traditional episode ending questions. Three questions that I love poising up to people who are on the show regarding the movies that we watched. Uh, But since we neglected to say what year one of them we were going to watch, we're only going to do it for one of
1: the movies. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Do it. Do it for both.
3: Nah.
0: No, come on. Yeah, one's enough. One's enough. And and it's it's only we can answer the you, other one together. If you, you and I, if you intimately yeah. know the movie, that's what You guys,
1: it you guys answer the the one that you watched. I'll answer for the one that I watched.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. So, the first question is from this movie: Who is the one character that you would like to see fight a grizzly bear? We're talking kicking and screaming. Fight a
2: grizzly bear. Uh, vanilla. Oh, Mike Dicka. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he'd be fun. He'd be entertaining while he was doing it. He'd probably end up like getting him with a cigar at some point to, to you know, stun him or something. Right in the eye. Yeah. You know, right in the eye. He's got to move. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I'm, I'm picking the jobless dad because he was like useless. He might as well just get <laughs> bald anyways. Yeah, yeah uh polar bear
1: uh (laughs) dean cameron great why (laughs) (laughs) why why him because he just looks like the kind of guy that would fight a polar or fight a grizzly bear so you know fair enough put him in the ring
0: next up from this movie who would you want to see lost in the woods naked and afraid style vanilla bear
2: oh uh, i'd go with butch leslie wife because i think that she'd survive a long time
0: oh yeah she would do very well yeah yeah uh, mine's a two-parter i'm picking the italian
2: twins <laughs> wait i have another one huh. actually i think i would do Alex Dorn- no 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 <laughs> i think i would actually make it alex borstein's character the one that pops up like twice in the movie and is the bitch and the hummer oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah i, I would one. do her yeah because i do think she'd still survive but it would be fun to see her die
0: and yeah. polar bear uh parker posey what what's he what's he about she she, she. she is
1: uh she plays parker. miami in uh in kicking and screaming 1995 and uh <laughs>
0: Any character named Miami, you just want to see torture. Right.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. I want to see her. I want to see her on. uh, I want to see her survival skills. Yeah. And and just that.
0: Finally, the most important question. From this movie, Kicking and Screaming, who would you replace with David Batista? Vanilla.
2: Okay. Oh. Ooh.
0: This is interesting because we just had our first episode where we couldn't think of a Batista role. And you're allowed to create a role for Batista as well. Yeah, we've done that in the past. (laughs) Yeah, if you can't think of a specific role in the movie, you're allowed to come up with a role for him. So that's why
2: when we didn't have one. It was weird because usually we can be creative and make it work. Yeah, but um I would probably make him one of the baristas, so that way he could overpower Will Ferrell going out the door. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have him be like the one that doesn't talk to him all the time, though—the one that's always in the background, just hears everything. That way, he can make a snarky comment. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going
0: with, uh, I'm going with Buck with Granddaddy Buck. <laughs> I'm having Batista meet Will (laughs) Ferrell's dad
2: (laughs) nice and uh,
0: polar bear
1: Uh, I would uh, replace him with the character for the character Otis uh, just for the scene when he has a two person book club and he that he set up and then he doesn't read the book (laughs) (laughs) so he has to listen to the other dude talk about his favorite parts from the book Including talking about how there's a scene from the book where the horses are described in an arousing manner, and to have David Pateese to be like, "Oh uh, yeah," and the horses are very uh, violently arousing, <laughs> just to have <laughs> him deliver that line.
2: Okay, all right. Yeah, absolutely. I got to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm in for it. Yeah, yeah that's weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and finally bend it like beckham starting up at the top gentlemen now we can all get into this from this movie who would be the one character you would want to see fight a grizzly bear vanilla bear
2: oh oh real good um there's
0: a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of strong candidates for fighting a grizzly bear in this movie. Yeah.
2: To do the actual fighting. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Um, this is almost asking who do you want to see mold to death the most? I mean, that's pretty much the question anyways. <laughs> I'm going to go
2: with, I'm going to go with Joe's dad. Oh, even though nice. he's never on camera. An yeah. unseen
0: character. Nice. Yeah.
2: I like that's that. That's rare that we go with
1: an unseen character. Yeah.
2: But I think it'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: He can tell uh, the bear, bear that he shouldn't be playing soccer anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would put Pinky in the, in the ring against the grizzly bear. You know, oh, she deserves it. Yeah, yeah, she's annoying.
2: Yeah, yeah she. Would Besides, she'd
1: it. probably say something about how the bear was cheating, anyways, by you know being a bear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the uh, the one male player of soccer that. Just plays with the one that always has his shirt off, the one that the girl's like, Oh, he's so tick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I wanted to bring up earlier that I love you can always tell, like, how true. Oh, it's Taz.
1: That's who it was. You can always. Played by Trey uh, Farley. Trey Farley. You can
0: always tell how, like, British a movie is by their use of in it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there was one scene that was almost entirely in it and I couldn't get past. Whenever
0: Pinky's on the phone with her mom and she's like, where are you at? She says, she says, I'm at oh, work, In the car. it? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, I'm at work, isn't it? I was like, is that how you use it?
2: I don't think so. <laughs> I'm at work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Now,
3: from this movie, who would you want to see Lost in the Woods, Naked and Afraid style?
2: Vanilla um, Bear. I mean, I'd go Jonathan Rice Myers. I just always thought he was a beautiful man from the time I <laughs> watched him in Tudor. So, you know, it's going to be a bit of a vain pick this time around.
0: That's fair. I had yeah. one last week with the possessed mother from Evil Dead Rise. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, you were really digging her. She was hot. She was yeah. a hot
0: deadite. Hot zombie. <laughs> hot zombie mom. <laughs> <laughs> Polar Bear.
1: <laughs> um, I want Uh, I want Jesse's dad, Anupam oh, Kerr Yeah, I I want that dude to beast the wilderness. Does
2: the he dude. get a cricket bat and a ball so he can just like keep smashing? Yeah, those it are out. his only or, items. Yeah, yeah. He'd
0: go into the woods specifically trying to hunt that bear that killed. Oh
2: him. yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm I'm going I'm going with uh, with Mike Ditka here. I feel like at some point, he, at some point, he would become king of the jungle. You know, he would end what? up like actually ruling. Was he intending?
2: You're that? in the wrong movie.
0: Oh, I am, aren't I? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm looking. I've I realized now.
2: But I was I like, re- he's so confident. I'm going to let this go for another second. Yeah, I, I realize now happens. that I have
0: the wrong cast list up. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, we've been going a while. Uh <laughs> Lost of the Woods. Uh, I am gonna go with uh oh, I know who I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with that pervy fucking um, um, guy from the wedding, the wedding photographer. Oh, yeah, like, but like
1: oh, yeah.
0: there's an earlier scene where he's like trying to chase Jess down. Oh, like, my God! Yeah, she like walks past at him at the wedding, and he like follows her, like pump, oh. pumping his chest. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like what a loser. Oh yeah, I do
1: remember that yeah. scene.
0: Yeah, and then she, and then he's found making out with the with the girl, and I was like, "You fucking dick."
1: Yeah, then they all start beating <laughs> the crap out of him. Like the next scene, you see him in thirty yeah. seconds later,
0: and finally. In this movie, not kicking and screaming, who would you want to see uh, replaced
2: by David Batista, Vanilla Bear? All right. So, Timmons, feel feel free to be creative in why your answer is what it is, because that's what I try to do with these ones. You know, I like to overthink them and sure. see how I'd like it to go. So, it's an easy answer: making Batista the dad. Course, but it's a reimagined telling. It's a Greek family because that's what he is. Sure. He's Filipino Greek. I'd want it to be like like the Greek wedding movies, but with a soccer theme. That's what I would want. (laughs) You're just making up a whole movie. (laughs) No, I'm just changing the culture that it's working around. That's it. Whole different movie. No, it's not.
1: Yeah, no, that's see vanilla bear they've made that movie. It's called My Big Fat Greek Wedding.
2: No, it wasn't around soccer though.
1: <laughs> but it's my big, it fat
2: like
0: my big Fat Greek, Greek,
2: Greek. Greek. goal, goal Goalie. thing, goal <laughs> net. <laughs> that that's the vibe. My, I'd, want. I'd want it really My, my Big this Fat week. Greek
1: Sporting Event.
2: Same idea, you know, go. Um, is batista right. Greek? Yeah, he's when I looked up, he's Filipino and Greek. Huh.
1: Well, is he yeah. Greek and Filipino or Filipino and Greek?
2: Yes, yeah, is he is he a Filipinian Greek, he is, <laughs> or is 50, he a Greek and Filipino? Like 50% each, baby. Okay, well, which, yeah, I talked came to him, first? I asked him on his Twitter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> mother, I'm looking at it right now, uh, mother of Greek descent, uh, yeah. and his father is the son of Filipino immigrants. I would have never guessed that's regardless. Wild. I'd still I just thought he was the dad in
1: this version, yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't matter. I just thought he was Hispanic. All right, well, you want me to get imaginative? Are uh, we all well, just
0: going to come up with new movies? <laughs> yeah, Just put them all as Don't as no, right. worry. My,
1: my, my imagination for this one isn't a new movie. Uh, I already had a reason for this. Now I just get to add to it. Uh, I would replace Tony with Batista. Oh, and, yeah! And when he's talking to... A shy Jess, gay kid. Yeah, yeah. But when he's talking... But instead of a shy gay kid, he's like pretty like straightforward about it so when he's like i like batista too and she's like yeah i also like batista he goes no and reaches off screen and pulls beckham in and he goes i really like beckham <laughs> and <laughs> david beckham's shirtless already <laughs> they
0: just start making out batista yes. and
1: beckham just start making yes. out and that's when jess gets her moment of just being like i should stand up for myself <laughs> this is my spring awakening
0: <laughs> All right, so I got I got somebody for my Batista, okay. Okay. But I don't remember his name, and I'm looking for, it and I don't, I don't even remember what his name was. What did it he do in David the movie? Beckham? No, it's so it's Pinky's first proposal because she has her first proposal that gets ruined because they think that Jess is kissing an English oh, boy, yeah. so the family comes over and calls it off. Right? That's yeah. why T2's family can come in later. Batista would be her first marriage proposal. Her first marriage proposal is like this huge, hulky pro wrestler. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That her that the family like, really is all about, and then leaves so sad and dejected whenever she thinks that that her sister's a lesbian. That's who I'm going with. Okay. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. That's who I'm going with. Guys, I can't believe that we did it.
1: I, I can't believe that re, we reviewed three movies in <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> first
0: three
2: movie review. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I am so ever, sorry. Guys. Ever
2: done on one podcast.
1: Listen, in my defense, when you go to Netflix and you type in Kicking and Screaming, it shows Kicking and Screaming first. But right above it, it says titles similar to Kicking and Screaming and then all the films around it are our Will Ferrell movies probably, <laughs> probably should have been my first clue but I just saw the title and said yeah sure <laughs> let's go
0: you guys thank you so much for being here with me this has been a blast always great to have you on polar bear
3: Pleasure yeah. to be here always appreciate it
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely is there anything that uh you're watching or following playing anything that you want to give a suggestion to for the listeners
1: uh all right three quick ones um my girl and i are watching breaking bad uh as the our our group chat knows
0: uh i love i am loving the breaking bad updates
1: yeah no it's it's been pretty great we're probably gonna hit uh uh uh, better call saul afterwards because we just love saul that's he's the best I, i'd say it's our favorite character at this point yeah. would you say it's our favorite character babe all right yeah cool thanks <laughs> you um can hear <laughs> yeah she's yeah. right next to me as i just tapped the chair and she just shrugged at me um <laughs> uh, like whatever you say <laughs> yeah uh play ascension wow it's free and if you like playing wow and it's and multi-classing characters go for it it's cool and uh lastly demon slayer uh season three has come out and i haven't started it yet but i've seen clips and it looks incredible me so, yeah. there, i'm super psyched yeah
0: well, thank you so much polar bear
2: what yeah.
0: about you vanilla what are you doing
2: um so i'm pretty much done with my whole entire life i think i told you that the xenoblade dlc came out this week uh so i am currently just a lot of video gaming um it is set in like 70 years in the future of the last game and this is like the last media that you're getting for it um all of the legacy characters have returned super pumped up about it um and their cutscenes rival any games i've ever played um nice. or even like watched other people play that i know have great cutscenes, like final fantasies and stuff like that um, yeah they're just really, really good, and they, they give you, like, the perfect little positions, too, where you're like, oh, he's about to tear some ass up. Let's go. Like, you're, you're ready to go. <laughs> um, and then I just got the new um, Night, well, not the Night Angel trilogy. I think it's the Night Angel Nemesis. So it's his next trilogy built off the Night Angel trilogy that I love. Oh, your favorite? So, yeah. So I have that to start this week
0: yeah absolutely thank you so much for being here as always vanilla bear love of my life so happy that i watched two maddening movies that for some reason (laughs) you thought we should watch
2: and i fully well the one taught you a good lesson not to be racist and let people be happy so
1: (laughs) with you
0: if there's one lesson that i needed patrick is that i shouldn't be racist you're right Yes. Huge racist. I'm glad I could help. God,
1: I've I've yeah, no, I <laughs> every day I'm out here in LA and I have to just remind myself oh not not today, I, not here at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I better go back to where I came from you, if I'm going to do that.
0: I got uh uh listen, uh I'm also very much in video game land right now. Just finished up Resident Evil 4, remastered, remade, whatever. That was absolutely incredible. Loved every single second of that. And now I moved on to Jedi Survivor, which Ooh, nice. I have about three weeks to be 100% satisfied with that game. Because May 12th, Legend of Zelda is coming out. And once that's out, my life is done.
2: Yeah, like, I figured with you, yeah.
0: I, I took off work <laughs> for it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, I took off work so I could start that game as soon as I wake up and not have to stop until I'm dead. Uh, reading wise, uh, I just also connected to something that I watched. I just watched uh, the Tetris game on Apple TV. How is that? I I loved it. I loved that movie. I thought it was fantastic. I liked it more than I liked Air, um, and nice. I really liked Air. Yeah, Air was. They're good. like similar. They're like almost
2: the same movie. About, oh, like, interesting.
0: The, the underdog story of, like, how a global phenomenon got started. Nice. So yeah. That, one's, that one sounds
2: more other. interesting to me because <laughs> there's, like, political intrigue. Oh, dude, it's so you know? it, it almost becomes, like, a spy thriller at one point. Um, yeah. So,
0: big recommend there. And so, because of that, I also uh, recently read uh, a graphic novel, novel called Tetris, The Game We Play, which is, like, about not only Tetris's development, but also how Tetris has like informed our culture in general and like the things that are about because of Tetris. Uh, nice. Like, pretty much, we wouldn't have a video game industry without Tetris. Uh, so, it's, it's some really fascinating stuff
2: going on in T Land. Dude, it's insane how much some spinning blocks affected the world. Changed the world, dude. Changed yeah. the world. It
0: really did. <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Bears, Cub and Cubettes, I couldn't thank you enough for being here. Uh, this is going to be a long one, and I'm down for it. Like I said, I might cut out the Ben Like Beckham and, and, and put it out on its own separate thing because I really love that conversation so much. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an all timer for us, for real. God, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much. Over there has been your Vanilla Bear, Patrick.
2: Thanks for having coming on here, uh, Polar Bear. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah,
1: looking forward to the next time.
2: Yeah, yeah Texas is just not the same.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. Over there has
0: been, as you heard, your polar bear, Tammins. I appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you don't know, you should know. This has been your chocolate bear, Mundo. This has been the Forest Film Club. Email us at Forest Film Club 22 at Gmail. Follow at Forest Film Club on Twitter. And do you got one
2: this time, Vanilla? I mean, yeah. I'm just going to go with hashtag bandit like Batista. Synergy.